Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your favorite team. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that doesn't mean you can't watch basketball from your couch in style. We are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring our listeners up to 75% off on select items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podgo.co slash NBA for up to 75% off select items from the NBA store. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. You're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, joining us, we got Malcolm Butler. Malcolm off the grid. He back to talk about all this breaking <laughs> news. So much news today. Two Wild Wednesday. Give it up for two really? hours. Wednesday. This, this oh, Mount, Mount, bro, you definitely got to stay for two hour Wednesday. Mount definitely got to stay for two hour Wednesday. Then we'll let you go. You got to. You got to. Yeah. Was, I'll, let, I'll let you go after that. Yeah, it was some crazy ones. It was a lot of votes, too. A lot of interaction. So we definitely got to definitely got to dive into that. But the biggest thing that happened today definitely was the Harden trade. So, Edgar, what was your first reaction to it, bro? A lot of shit happened. Let me, let me get the whole trade up. I, I low-key low got woken up out of my sleep for this because <laughs> I was taking a nap and I was like, let me take a nap real quick before it's time to get ready for the pod, take all my notes and all that. About an hour into my nap, my phone go ding, 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 ding. And I see Harden <laughs> with the arrow sign to the nets. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let me get up. Let me get up. I was like, I knew, knew, hold on, I hold knew on. Philly was going to do this. I knew Philly was going to get them. And then Brooklyn snagged them from everybody under their seat. I was like, <laughs> Hold on, why were you surprised though? Because we've seen news the whole day about who he was going to get traded basically today. After those comments he made last night, he couldn't come back. I wasn't surprised he got traded. I was just surprised that it was actually Brooklyn. When they said Brooklyn and Philly, I was like, okay, they're just throwing Brooklyn in there. So it's just not obvious that he's going to Philly yet. Did not expect that at all. All right, let me get a full trade. So the Nets ended up getting James Harden. The Rockets got Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum. Karuks, uh, three yeah. <laughs> three Brooklyn first rounders, one first rounder from Milwaukee, four Brooklyn first round swaps. The Pacers ended up getting Karis LeVert and a second rounder, and the Cavs got Jared Allen and Torian Prince. A lot of good shit. A lot of people that I fuck with was traded today, and I like it. So my first reaction to the trade was it was so much happening in a short amount of time, bro. And when we got the news, it was Harden gets traded to the Nets, but we didn't know who was going where. And then the first tweet after that was Karis LeVert was going to the Rockets. So, boom. Y'all already know I bang with Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert is my man. I said he was going to be the second best player on the Nets, which ended up coming true. But uh, not the, not the uh, way he predicted. Not the way he predicted. Let's just put that out there. Okay. I, don't, I don't give y'all the details. But look, <laughs> he ends up going to the Rockets. Then he ends up getting traded to the Pacers. So, I can't keep up with anything. Victor Oladipo ends up going to the Rockets. I love it for all parties except for the Cavs. I don't know why they got Jared Allen. Jared Allen is a good center, but you have Andre Drummond. Like, bro, what, what type of offense are y'all running over there? And <laughs> that y'all need two centers like that, bro. So, Mount, what was your first reaction to the jail? Was it a deal? I mean, I was definitely kind of sad for the well, kind of for the Rockets. I thought the them getting Ben Simmons or something like that would have been better, bro. And that but, was my that was my thing too. 
I feel the same way. But, bro, they got like eight first round picks, though. Like, exactly. or, well, what, four first round and then like four uh, picks? Three first round from Brooklyn, one from Milwaukee, and then four swaps from Brooklyn. Yeah. So, I mean, Victor Oladipo and like eight picks, basically. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a decent haul. It's just, I mean, you got Ben Simmons. Yeah, I know. It's Ben Simmons, and bro, they banking on like a kid that's in middle school right now. Man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just exactly. wild to me. I don't exactly. got the, force, like, the vision for that, bro. And that, and that was my biggest problem because Brooklyn is no is not new to these type of deals. We seen this back when they were doing it with Paul yes, Pierce bro. and it was yeah. KD. Like they're not afraid of trading everything to get exactly an aging superstar. So I'm yeah. not mad at Brooklyn. They are trying to win right now, but it's just like. You are banking on a middle schooler, right? And you could have had the chance to get Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons mm-hmm. alone, to me, I think would have been a tr- better trade than what they got, in my opinion. I think most definitely. Been but oh, y'all feel the same way. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know, cause like for the fit right now, Ben Simmons and John Wall is like. Oh yeah, John Wall out of there, like. You oh yeah, I don't see John Wall staying. No, yeah. we can trade. We can trade John Wall again. They probably exactly. have to deal with each other for this season. They probably yeah. would have to deal with yeah. each other for this season. For, but after this, like, oh, John, yeah, John Wall man. not staying permanently. He gone. Yeah. Yeah, like, we have to free Ben, and you're not. That's what I'm that. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Currently, yeah, I would have been terrible, but yeah, like he what thirty something too. So yeah, he definitely got to be gone. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Simmons, and they, the thing is with Philly and why the Philly trade didn't end up going through because it was between Philly and Brooklyn is because the Rockets wanted Tyrese Maxey, they wanted Matisse Thybul, they wanted a lot of first rounders, and they wanted Ben. So they wanted everything plus Ben as well. So that's why that trade didn't end up going through. Plus, I also heard it was a lot of high end beef going on from the organization with Houston and the organization of uh of Philly. With the way they was trying to go about Maury, Maury was is with uh, the Rockets right now. Yeah, right. they want to trade him to Maury, so they they want to do that Maury trade. Yeah, which didn't make sense to me because like you're getting Ben Simmons, like fuck all that bullshit. As long as you get the player that you want in the future, that's what should be the most that important. Front, thing. That front office beef be yeah. real. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that front office beef. So, so out of the whole totality of the trade, who do you guys think are the winners and losers of the deal? You can say players or you can say the teams on who won. Uh, like, I'll let Mal go first. Okay. I think the obvious loser is definitely the Cavs. Most like, definitely. Like, the bro, Cavs. they already – yeah, they got Andre Drummond. Now they got Jared Allen. And they had uh, – I think they got JaVale McGee too. And yeah. Larry Nance is basically a center too at this point. Like – and today he can't play power forward no more, basically. So why? I don't exactly. get that. But and who won the trade to you? Um, I mean, I guess right now Brooklyn, but you know, like I said, I don't got the vision to know if the three if the, <laughs> the Rockets won or not, right? Hey, but, but from but from the Cavs perspective, they did only give up like Dante Exum and true. that Karoops dude. So it's like you got you get rid of them two, and then you get up. End up getting a good center in Jared yeah. Allen. I mean, Andre Drummond is going to be a free agent after the season, so you have your center of the future at least. That's not going to be the of the offense for all with the twin towers and shit like that. So yeah. I will shoot them that type of bail. And I would say Brooklyn is the winner of this trade too. I seen a lot of people saying it was the Rockets, but I truly think it's Brooklyn. I don't like putting mm-hmm. all my stock in draft picks. I seen how that exactly. how that goes. It worked for Boston when they when every when they Boston yeah. had ended up getting all those picks from Brooklyn. I think they ended up getting Tatum. Tatum was out of that. They ended up getting Jalen Brown out of that deal. So it worked for Boston. 
but I don't think you should be banking on that. And I say the same thing for OKC too with all that collecting. And I totally agree because I was telling Black on um on the TL earlier, I was like, y'all better hit with these draft picks because I <laughs> honestly don't feel like y'all won the trade. And Black was telling me, you don't got to hit with every single one, but at least three. Like, you got to hit with at least three of them if you're trying to, like, move the um organization forward for the next few years. But I totally agree with you. I feel like Brooklyn won as far as, like, um immediately trying to win. Because you got harder than KD and Kyrie. Like, that's damn near unstoppable. And you in the East. Yeah. So, I feel like the Nets mostly won this trade. The Rockets came in second with the win. And then Pacers and then Cavs. Pacers got Karis LeVert in the second round pick. So, Karis mm-hmm. LeVert has his own team now. And he's in charge. And he gets to eat the way he wants to. And I feel like the future is bright for Houston. They just better make sure they hit. That boy Mount got some fans. We like it. We love to see it. We love be to off see the it. grid. I told y'all about me off the grid, bro. Man, oh man, man, oh man. So what let's move back to this Philly topic though. Because I think that's the most that's the most interesting part to me. Did Philly miss out? Because you have Joel Embiid, you have Tobias Harris, you have a nice core right now with Seth Curry. I think if they get a Harden. They're in the finals this year, in my opinion, over the Nets. I think they're in the finals. So you would be having have to give up a Maxi and a Ben Simmons, but would you think that would be worth it? If, if they would have done it? On, if you're just banking on Harden and Joel and B. And Tobias Harris and Seth Curry, like that's a nice squad. Only thing that would bother me with that is Joel and B has to stay healthy. If Joel and B, knock on wood, stays healthy the entire season, I totally agree with you. But his health is always a liability, especially when it comes to the middle of the season, trying to figure out if where they're going to seed as far as playoff seeding goes. I mean, he's always ready come playoff time, but when it's after All-Star, either right before or right after All-Star break, we usually like see we don't see Joel and B for a certain amount of time. So it all just depends on where they're seated if that were to happen, but it depends on his health. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think they kind of missed out. If they wanted to win now, because I mean, I feel like James is a much better fit than Ben Simmons, but they've been playing pretty well. And that's what I was just going to ask you. What is your ceiling for Philly with this squad that they have now? Because like you said, they're first in the East now. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, they're playing pretty well. So I guess it's if Seth can keep up this career year he's having. I feel like that's been the real difference for him this year. But I, I don't know. Real spicy, real spicy take, real spicy take. I know everybody's going crazy right now because Harden is with Brooklyn, but Philly is still up there with them. I truly yeah. still believe Philly is still up there with them and can give them a run for their money because who is guarding Joel and B? You, you're <laughs> nobody stopping him from Brooklyn at all. Nobody. And you have a Ben Simmons that you can at least throw at KD. You. Kyrie and Harden, it's just like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough to stop them. It's, it's so much firepower. But I think Philly is the one team that I can look at in the East and say that they can at least compete with the Nets because nobody can guard Joel Embiid. Do y'all see any other threats in the East for the Nets? Uh, Other than Philly, I think I said Boston a couple weeks ago. So Philly, Boston, Uh, who else, who else, who else? Yeah, that's it, really, as far as, like, stopping the Nets. Oh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. I was about to say, man. Milwaukee keeping up with the Nets. I'm, bro, Mount, we've talked about this before. Like, 
We tired it, of believing it, in Milwaukee and this bullshit that they do every year. <laughs> it just depends on Bud, bro. If if Coach Bud decides he finally wants to like change up his game plan in the postseason and like actually coach, he won't. <laughs> he probably won't. But if probably he ever won't. does, I feel like they're a serious threat. I don't know. But is is it going to be a different Giannis in the playoffs, though, bro? I feel like that that's the bigger question. Like, yes, Bud should be playing him more time. Yes, Giannis should be in the post more. But it's on all Giannis. Giannis can take control of that more than Bud can, in my opinion. He definitely can. And that's the thing, bro. Giannis, he, he like, almost to a fault, listens to his coach, like, too much. Exactly. That's what he was saying, like, in the last season. So if Bud actually tells him the right thing to do, and he, it's not like he was playing terrible in these games they lost either. Like, he honestly was kind of the only person to show up. Like, Chris Middleton was kind of terrible this last postseason. I don't know. Uh, he was, I don't he know. was the only person doing anything to me against I, I the don't allow, I, I don't allow uh, Chris Middleton slander. Just the series, yeah, but the series leading up, the was it? It's a magic. He didn't have like that. Crazy oh, team. the magic. Okay. I yeah. was going to say, I guess oh, the heat. I feel like the heat was hooping. Yeah. 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 I should have. Yeah. That's my fault. I said the wrong thing. Okay. But yeah. No, but no, but I, I, I'm responding to him because he said, no, Chris Middleton slander allowed. Like, no, we love Chris Middleton slander. <laughs> 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 that's, that's totally no. accepted. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no. totally accepted. No. Don't allow it. All right, let me see what my boy Black talking about. He said his Black's winners are the Nets because all you lost was Levert and a couple of draft picks, but you kept Joe Harris, Dinwiddie, KD, and Kyrie. The Rockets' future is bright. You replace an all-star player with an all-star caliber player. The losers are the Cavs right now. You didn't really gain or lose anything, and the Pacers lost an all-star for someone with potential. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Karis Levert? Is somebody with potential? That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like He's talking about Levert? Like just I potential. Think I, I think Levert can be an All Star this year if they play him the way I I think they're going to play him, just like the Oladipo role. I think it's going so. to not, right not, his, not right now in Indiana. Maybe next. It's going to have to be a transition. It's going to have to be a transition. Yeah, I agree. So I see what you're saying, Black. And the, and the, what we said about the Cavs, I think it's more of a future play. You really didn't give up anything though, and that's why I'm not mad if I'm the Cavs. Yeah. They're just a fourth guy. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> We've been talking about a lot of freeing a lot of players. We talked about freeing Harder earlier this season. We talked about free Levine, free Bradley Bill. Yep. CJ might be on the block because what the hell is going on in Portland? It might be stale. So who is the next person to get traded? A lot of people got to get traded. Bro. Bradley Bill. Free Bill, dog. <laughs> Please get him to Miami. Just get him somewhere better than where the hell he at. Because Washington is not it. No disrespect to Russell Westbrook, but their games don't complement each other. I just don't like it. He needs to be free. When he tweeted "Wow" today with all this Harden shit, it was him basically saying, "It was him basically saying I'm mad as hell." Like that was basically. I wish that, yeah, I wish that was me. I wish that was me. So free Bradley Bill, uh, CJ McCollum right now. I don't, I've been trying to think of where I would want him to go. Not so sure. I feel like Zach Levine could stay in Chicago and make it work, but nah. The thing about Chicago is they're just so young. It's like he doesn't fit anymore. Like he's still young. He's still like, what is he, 25, 26 still? 20, yeah, 25, I think. Like he's, he's still young, but it's just like y'all super young and y'all like so behind where I but feel do like you feel like he he do you feel like he could fill that leadership role, even though he's not like a real, real vet yet? He probably could, but it's just like 
your potential is greater somewhere else. Like you can actually be helping somebody right now and not wasting your time trying to mentor some players that I feel like are going to be in the same spot for the next three, four years moving forward. Like the Bulls, I don't see any potential moving forward with the Bulls. Right. We have Patrick Williams. What is Patrick Williams going to be? Kobe White has looked promising. I'm not going to short Kobe White at all. He has looked good, but it's just like, what are they? Like you missed on Wendell Carter. Whoa. Oh, that's not a miss in your opinion? No. <laughs> oh, that's not a miss. My fault. Well, how you feel about Lori? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like they have <laughs> players that are playing solid, but not to that that draft spot that they were picked at. Like Lori was a top 10 pick. Wendell yeah. was a top 10 pick. Like all these top 10 picks are not reaching the the potential that you feel like they should at this point in their careers. Especially when you see so many rookies come in and they're on the scene. Yeah. Like we see them like instantly. And it's just like with the Bulls, everybody they draft is like, yeah, y'all. Y'all need like four years to really develop it. Actually, that, that's what I said. Uh, I feel like they should kind of stick with Levine because of what you just said. It's like it's gonna take a couple of years, but we know it could work. But yeah. Zach Levine is so talented, like you said. Do you really want to go through this process in Chicago, or do you want to just get added to a team where you're helping somebody get a championship? Basically, so it, yeah. it just depends on Levine on what he wants to do. Do you want to be that franchise player? Or do you want to just be the number two guy until you know for a fact you can be the franchise? So we can go through each of these guys' situation. I guess we could start off with Levine. So, Malk, do you feel like he should be traded or should he want to dive into this leadership role with the Bulls? I feel like Levine is probably in the, I guess, the best situation out of all of them. As in, like, if he stays, that's not terrible. And if he gets traded somewhere, like, that would be the potential would be great. Right. So, but, I mean, I feel like the Bulls got a nice little young core. They finally got an actual coach because Jim Boylan was the worst coach in NBA history. <laughs> okay. Oh, for sure. No, for sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, I but feel if like he was to get, to get traded, where do you feel like his landing spots would be? And that's the tough part, bro. I feel like he's that kind of player, like, explosive scorer. He could be a – Real good contributor, maybe even like in a six man role if he wants to do that, but he probably don't oh. at this point. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing though. He's just he's for better or worse, he's just a scorer though. Like he hasn't been improved too greatly as a playmaker, and he's not he's like an average defender. I mean, that's probably an effort thing, you know. Mm. No reason to play defense when the bulls losing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Um I, I guess think the, the heat for okay. all these niggas, honestly. Yeah, bro. the heat. <laughs> all these yeah. niggas is funny. Everybody, they work. <laughs> like you wouldn't have to give up as much for Levine as you would have to give up for a Bill. You probably have to give up a, a Duncan Robinson, a Iguodala, a pick to get Levine. Mm-hmm. When for Bill, you're gonna have to give up Hero, Duncan, yeah. a first round, a couple first rounders. So I feel like, too, probably. yeah, and Levine is he's not on the, the score like Bill is, but. He's just as explosive, though. Like, we've seen mm-hmm. him almost get 50 a couple times this year. So, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be mad at any of these. But let's dive into the CJ situation. Edgar, I want to get your opinion on how you're feeling about the Blazers and what's been going on with them throughout this season. Do you think it's time for a change? Uh, I do agree. I think Damian Lillard would stay between the two, between him and CJ. I feel like Damian Lillard, he's already said it in his career before. He doesn't want to chase rings. So, he just wants to stay with the team he's been drafted to. You know, I, I don't blame him for that. The um, the Trailblazers will always get to the playoffs as long as he's there. But in order for CJ to eat the way he wants to eat, 
I feel like he has to be traded in this situation. A couple of spots I was thinking for him, Atlanta, pairing mm. up with Trey Young. Mm. I could see that because you I remember you uh you had said Trey Young already and he's like the dark horse for the MVP race right now. I don't yeah. want to say he's in conversation, but he's mm. a young dark horse in the MVP conversation. So pairing him with CJ, and we was already talking about how John Collins and them were saying he needed to change his game anyway. If you get CJ added to that. Trey Young can be that pick and roll player that moves without the ball. So I was thinking of Atlanta. Uh, but let me ask you about Atlanta, about though. Atlanta. Do you feel, do you feel like they will find themselves in the same issues as Dame and CJ is going through yeah. right now? Because no. Dame and Trey have pretty similar games, in my opinion. So what you do? Would you? And they really don't play defense. It's not really any difference between the two. But Trey can definitely. Trey is young enough to where you can get him to change his game. Damian Lillard okay. is like, no, this this the oh, way I play. I've been in the league a while now. This is my game. Like, y'all going to have to adjust to me. And Dame has earned that right as a vet now. And I feel like with Trey, he's still young. He's still impressionable. If you if you ask him to do these certain things, he'll do it if it's for the best situation for the team. So the Hawks definitely is on my radar for uh, CJ. CJ. It was the Rockets for, for Harden before this trade went down because I just really didn't see any other destinations for CJ. I really don't. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a great scorer and all that, but it's just like, ah, where? Nobody really – if he wants to be on a contender at least, like, I can't see Philly. anybody. And, and the Hawks making the playoffs this year. So that's another reason why now, CJ should do it. That might be a good one, bro. Philly could work. Yeah, they need that perimeter playmaker, you know. Who are you giving up for? Yeah, who are you giving up though? That's the thing. I would be like just dropping them in there, yeah. But I don't know. It'd have to be like Seth or Tobias and Tobias or something like that. It had to be a weird package. Because I feel like Seth Curry has really been the X factor for this 76 ers team and been the reason why they're going on this run like they're going on right yeah. now. Yeah, so I would go with Tobias. Up, I would go with Tobias. Tobias, I can see that, but the, the Philly one is that's solid though. So let's move on to Bradley Bill. He's probably the most desperate to get out right now. They're three and eight. <laughs> Nothing's going right. No effort is being shown. No perimeter defense. Anything. Bradley Bill going for six. A parked car. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Bro is going for 60 and they're losing by 20. How does that make sense? <laughs> it doesn't it make doesn't. sense. <laughs> this experiment has totally went in the water, bro. I had them as the AFC, but that's that's not happening that's not happening right now so what are the bradley bill destinations that we're looking at right now i feel like he's he has more destinations than a, a cj my miami um who else can i see him going to uh philly like we just said yeah miami philly. The same teams for a lot of these players yeah bradley, a lot of oh, the nuggets the nuggets oh the nuggets yeah because they're all tripping Hold on, hold on. And you know, and that's the thing with Jamal. Jamal really never plays to his in full potential season. in the yeah. regular season. Yeah, and people keep that. expecting him to take that next jump, and it's just like he's that's a different player. player. So, he's you, just, yeah. <laughs> do you think that would be even switch just uh Jamal Murray and like a couple of picks, or do you think another player would oh, I'm not trading Jamal? All. I'm not trading Jamal. I'm not trading Jamal. Oh, uh, that's why oh, you trying to keep I'm trying to get Jamal Bill Jokic. So you might okay. have to trade Michael Porter, okay. might be have to be the guy that's traded. And uh, Bobo might have to be on the outs. I was uh, saying, you got to trade at least picks. two players, at least two players, and some picks. Bill. And you got make probably got to make the money work with a couple of picks and with uh, somebody who's like a veteran yeah. that didn't make the money work. But yeah. you got Jamal Murray, Bradley Bill, and Jokic. I think that's the, that's the team that can be in the finals I and pushing it. the Lakers to the brink. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I ain't gonna say all you that. Don't, oh, no, 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 no. I ain't gonna say, the I, I, the Braun is the safe bet. I'm never going to for sure. For sure. <laughs> See this nigga here, right? He a Braun fan. He, he don't want to look at it, right? You literally did that with Alabama. You were scared to go against oh. Alabama. Who? You. Because I know what I'm going to get with Alabama every time. Exactly. I know I'm going to get with Braun every time. Oh, my God. But you have a challenger. Ohio State was not a challenge for Alabama, as we've seen on Monday night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. You can say okay. <laughs> you can say what happened on You can say okay. <laughs> okay. That's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I also. What's up, everybody? This is Edgar Martin from the Q&E podcast. Just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co. P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Podgo. So I want to see Bill in Miami. That's another one. I just want to put that on blast. Uh, and let's move on to this Kyrie Irving absence. He's doing his Houdini act right now. Where the hell is Kyrie? <laughs> Where's Perry type shit? <laughs> Nobody can find Kyrie. Bro, they found this man in a Zoom session for, I forgot what it was for. It was, it was for some social, justice social reform, what? something like that, while the game was going on for the Nets. What? I'm like, bro, no bull. The game had started at 7.30, and they found Kyrie in a virtual social reform yeah, like seven, Zoom seven, at 7.15. <laughs> oh, and this is, this is after everybody that came out and said they yes. support him. At, oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> after yeah. all the reports that he came off, Max, Maskless at a party, they've seen this dude at a, a Zoom event. I'm like, okay. we under, I, I appreciate him that he's at a social reform thing, but it's like, we have a job to do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're your job, right? <laughs> yeah, see, that, that, that's that kid that messed up in school, but he started doing chores at the house for the parents come home. Oh, so it's like, hey, <laughs> I did some wrong, but I just cleaned up the whole house. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Don't beat my ass that much. I'm going to beat your ass, ass, ass me. So how do y'all feel about Kyrie Irving and the Nets moving forward? Do y'all feel like this is a marriage that is going to work? Or do you think this this Harden, Durant, and Irving trio will end up breaking down because I, of his flakiness? I honestly don't know because the biggest thing in all of this is Kyrie's mental. Do you want to still play and are you committed? Those are the two biggest questions. If we can get those questions answered by Tyree, by Kyrie, then we'll understand how this is going to work. If Kyrie wants to play... Then hey, this will work. But if he doesn't, then shit, he got to retire, like Stephen A. said. My boy Rollins said he did that to get the James Harden trade. <laughs> get James Harden trade. Hey. I, feel, I feel like that's true too. I feel like it's some truth. Might not be wrong, boy. Might not be wrong. I feel like it's like some truth to that because he does this does this at the exact time where James Harden says, "Yeah, this team is done. I don't feel like the Rockets are going to do anything." Didn't this happen when when Terry Rozier got sent to the um, Boston Celtics? Didn't he pull something around that time too? Who? Kyrie. Kyrie did something? I think so. I'm not sure. I remember what him and Terry Rozier had beef, but I don't remember anything else outside of that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> Trying to line up the dots. But Mal, Mal, do you feel like the trio will work? Or do you see them getting all the way to the finals, basically, even with Kyrie being as flaky as he is? They have to. At their peak, yeah. It's, like Hager said, yeah. It's, it's championship or bust with that move. But do they have no. any excuses? No, 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 no not after this move. But nothing. the thing is, though, 
they got the three most wishy-washy superstars exactly. in NBA history, bro. Like, this is the crazy – either they are going to just gel like this because they all the same or it's just not going to work. It's either going to be perfect. It's either going to be perfect or it's going to be terrible. Yes. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. There's, There's no, no in-between. they sneak in at the seventh I feel like, you, I feel like it could be in-between. I feel like no. it could be I feel like you, we could be seeing stories about them like it's friction – Mm-hmm. In the locker room, but it's so much talent on Ooh, the court that we will still win games. Like, I it's feel like either, it's yeah, either I going like. to be perfect or it's going to suck. Those are the only two options. I, yeah, exactly, bro. Because if if we ever get to some friction stuff, we know James Harden will go to the club. We know Kyrie will disappear for a week and probably meditate in the mountains or something. <laughs> and it's just going to be KD there be, with Joe Harris. Yeah, bro. It's going to be about everything. Exactly, right. Hey, and I feel like that was a problem in Houston, bro. James Harden was tired of seeing John Wall in the same strip clubs as him. <laughs> You're taking my strippers away from me. Leave. He had to get that. He had to get away from John Wall. John Wall was taking too many of his strippers away. He said, hey, you, you, hey, you messing with my vibes and my energy. Yeah, no, I got to go somewhere else. That's Pope P.F. Harden. Harden. That's Pope <laughs> P.F. Harden. My dog be with a little baby now. Stop playing with my dog. I, I thought they were going to be clipped up together in the strip club, but Harden really got aggravated at this nigga and said, I hate seeing you in here. I see. You got, I gotta see you at practice and in the club. That's too much. That's too Where's much. Where's the break? Where, where's, where's the, the break, break John? You taking my ball and you taking my ass? Ah. Exactly. Get out of here. Leave me alone. That's why he said what he said yesterday. I'm unmotivated. We're not going to win games. John Wall keeps being in the strip club with me. We're not going to do anything right. You can't have two people in the strip club. Right? Can't that can't work like that. Somebody I'm has one. to be focused here. Somebody has to be focused. You're too one of them ask for me. <laughs> For real, for real, bro. All right. I think that's everything I have for the hardened trade. Uh, let's move on to two wild Wednesday. Oh, no, bro, you got to stay on for this one, bro. We got some wild ones for this one, bro. Oh, we got. We got some real wild ones for this one. We have the basketball shit. We have some football shit. So we're going to dive into everything. Oh, damn. Shit's far down my timeline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a whole lot of shit. Today, it was, there was a lot of shit going on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. So the first one is Big Ben has played his last game in a Stiller uniform. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. I definitely see him. Uh, do I see him playing one more year? Yes. Should he be playing one more year with the Steelers? No. They need to try to move on, but it's possible. I can't even see him playing outside of the Steelers. This is like me, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like Tom Brady, bro. Same thing, and then just that's true. He's here. (laughs) (laughs) You're Florida boy. (laughs) Tom got goals in his team now. I can see that. I can see that for Tom in the summer. I can see that for Tom. I can definitely see that, especially if they win. Yeah, Tom finna go crazy. He he already hit up. uh, He already hit up one of the linebackers on his IG story one day, and was like, "What I got to do to get one of those grills?" I was like, "Oh Lord, oh no!" With it. They ain't been a whole year yet. They already got some. <laughs> <laughs> about, bro, how you feeling about Big Ben, bro? After that, especially after that performance that he showed on uh, Sunday night. Man, I, I had the exact same thought as Edgar. Like, I want to say it's not too wild, and I really want him to retire because it's, it's, it's been too long. Then, yeah, but, him yeah. and Philip Rivers need to sit their ass down. Yeah, right, man, he, he probably gonna stay, bro. He like that money. Bro, they said his cap hit something crazy. He gonna get paid like forty one million next year if he stays Bro. on the books. And, and the Steelers got back. a lot of free agents. <laughs> Steelers got a lot of free agents this year too. 
What you say? A lot of free agents? Mm-hmm. Man. So, I mean, they got a lot of money to throw at him, huh? But what yeah. would you do if you're the Steelers? Would you sign him back or would you go somewhere young where you I would. Be? I just know what the Steelers are gonna do. They're probably, <laughs> probably gonna resign him. So <laughs> franchise tag until they find a good draft pick. Not too wild. He does not need to be back. I'm tired of all of them. Doesn't Let's move on for the next one. Deshaun Watson will be playing for the Miami Dolphins next season. Too Ooh. wild or not too wild? <sighs> not too wild. I'm going to go ahead and say that. I can see it happening. I already heard that a couple Dolphins players ain't all the way sold on Tua anyway. So, uh, so you got that mixed with the fact that I can see I can see Tua going to Houston. Granted, that's that's no help for Tua at all because now he has nobody, and he's literally <laughs> in the situation that Deshaun Watson is in. Uh, but I want Deshaun to win out of this deal. Because Tua got all his career. Deshaun Watson has already wasted enough of his prime. So. <laughs> but I, I do want to say this about the trade. I feel like it would be good for Houston as well because you have no assets. You had to trade so much to get uh, Larry McTunzel. You had to trade a couple of first-rounders. So trading with the, the Dolphins, you get the third pick in the draft. You probably get their second first-rounder. And you right. get Tua. You probably get a first-rounder next year. It's like, God damn, I'm taking that if I'm the Texas. No hesitation. And you ain't even got to pay Tua that much right off the bat. So That's true. Mount, well, shoot, then not too wild. I was about to say too wild because I, I want to think they not want to give up on Tua yet. But after I mean, it's the Sean, though. It's the Sean. Yeah, I was saying, saying after what you just said, bro, <laughs> that trade package is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, bro. Edgar, <laughs> bro, what do you feel like the Sean Watson's best fits are if he were to get traded? I've been hearing a lot about the Falcons, the 49ers, the Jags. What do you feel like his best fit would be if he were to get traded? Uh, I think I've seen a few people say the Patriots since Cam not coming back and you don't want to bet it all on Stidham. Uh, Man, Bill Belichick is not going with a black quarterback after this experience. <laughs> not again. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> he after this experience, he's he not going with a black quarterback. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> other than Miami, I heard the Patriots. Um, Atlanta would make sense. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Um, but where is his best fit, though? His best York, fit? Where is, where is his best fit? Atlanta. Atlanta. If you want to get Julio to stay and be a loyal <laughs> receiver, try to get Deshaun Watson. Where's Matt Ryan going in this scenario? <laughs> oh, yeah. Trade him. Two, <laughs> three team trade. Three team. Three, three team. Just popping some trades out his ass. <laughs> now, bro, what do you feel like Deshaun's best destination is? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd like to see him in Jacksonville, but I don't know. The Jags won't be bad either. Would they trade a number one pick for him? That's the thing. I don't think so. But Trevor Lawrence? No, I, was like, I don't think so. so I yeah. don't think so, but I'd like to see it. If you were the GM of the Jags, Edgar, would you make that deal? Deshaun Watson for the number one pick and probably a little extra on top. If I'm Houston, do I want Trevor Lawrence? Am, am I just, If I'm Houston, am I going to change my entire mm-hmm. offense to fix Trevor Lawrence, or am I trying to get another type of Deshaun Watson? That's the question you have to answer for Houston first before you look at Jacksonville. So I feel like that's the question that needs to be answered. Because mm. if, you, if you're trying to change your whole offense, then yeah, I say what, what do you mean change the whole offense? Go from a dual threat quarterback to – I mean, Trevor Lawrence is somewhat of a dual threat, but we know he's an ultimate pocket passer. Are you trying to go with that type of offense or are you sticking with the run type of QB? Like it depends on what I you're mean, trying to stick with. stays in the pocket though. He does, but he's more of a threat still with yeah, his legs than Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Like, 
okay. he doesn't have to run, but Deshaun runs. I mean, I feel like you can have the same type of offenses for both quarterbacks, is what I'm saying. I don't so know. you don't have to change like too much. I feel like it'll be different. I feel like it wouldn't. I would I would make the trade, no hesitation. I get somebody who I know what they are off the bat. Deshaun Watson is a top three, top five quarterback in the league already. If I have to trade number one pick for it, I'm gonna get him. Trevor Lawrence, he will be good in this league, but he will have to take time to develop. Do you want to wait four years until he develops, or do you want to win right now? That's a question a lot of these teams have to answer. I would do it. Like I said, I would do it, but I don't know. Mount, would you do it? I feel like it depends on the, you said, sprinkle a little bit on the top, but I don't <laughs> it depends on what that is. <laughs> I don't know the details. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, I mean, if it's just straight up for a number one pick, I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, I feel yeah. it. All right, let's move on. The Browns have a chance at the Cinderella story playoff run. Too wild or not too wild? How far does Cinderella? You saying like all the way? Too fucking wild. Yeah, way they're too lo- wild. They're, they're losing this weekend. <laughs> way too wild. You heard it here first. The one... On this pod right now, no, that is clearly you didn't believe the Browns the whole season. Now you want to pull this bullshit. I'm not gonna say they're gonna win, but it's not too wild that they could pull off a Cinderella story. You what heard it here first. What is Cinderella in your That's opinion? what I was asking. Like, what is, is Cinderella it Cinderella? Like winning it all? He made this going, question. Going all the way. Going all the way to the Super Bowl. But you didn't Wait. say all the way. You said they're not even gonna win this game. <laughs> what are you talking about? You just said they're not going to win this game. I said it's not too wild that they can. That's the point of too wild or not too wild. It's not. Like, it's not an absolute. <laughs> you just said that Cinderella meant that they would go all the way to the Super Bowl, yes, and then you yes. said I don't even know if they're going to win this game. No, I'm, I'm not Cinderella. I'm not picking them to win. I made the poll. I don't mean I, that's why I think. The but you is. said not too wild. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you understand what I'm saying? Do it's you not too what I'm wild. To, it's not too wild to think that. That's what I'm saying. It's not too wild to think that. It's not too wild to think that. I'm not picking the Browns to win, but it's not too crazy. He well, always finds loopholes and shit, bro. That's what I'm saying. He that's finds loopholes to spin shit yeah. his way. <laughs> it's not too wild to say that. It's not too wild to say that. It ain't too wild to say that if you're a delusional Browns fan. But for the rest <laughs> of us, you're not. You're not. You're not. I'm saying for them over there. I don't want to put you over there, Edgar. But he didn't believe know. the Browns the whole season, but he want to come with this bullshit. <laughs> come on come on knock it off <laughs> don't be surprised if it's a game when it shouldn't be a game that's all i'm finna say i wouldn't be surprised i can see that yeah so those games but you said super bowl that's why i said not too well if oh if they beat the chiefs then these these niggas going to the super bowl oh, okay, okay yeah. <laughs> if they beat the chiefs i'm just gonna get them the super are they beating <laughs> lamar jackson if he beats patrick mahomes and the kansas city chiefs in Kansas City, yeah, I'm I'm giving them the nod over Lamar. Yes, that ain't happening though. That ain't happening though. You're right. Wow. <laughs> and, I, and I haven't been saying the percentages. That's this was crazy. actually 50 50 percent. Really? Uh, for two wow. I told you. Wow. No, because he tagged so much Brown shit. It was hashtag Browns, hashtag Baker Mayfield, <laughs> hashtag Cleveland. He was recruiting. It was a lot of there was a lot of Browns input in this. <laughs> <laughs> It was a whole lot of Browns input. So they was like, oh, yeah. After they beat the Steelers the way they did, it was like, oh, yeah. We definitely better go all the way. We're going all the way. Nah. Well, what's been the percentages though, on these? Yeah, for the Des- Deshaun Watson to Miami, that was 52% too wild. And that was 110 votes. That was probably the most. Mm. That was 100. Yeah. 
And for the Big Ben one, it was 93% not too wild. That shit was crazy. I think I was the only person to pick too wild because I didn't want the whole thing to be not too wild. But <laughs> yeah, I think I should have been 100% if I didn't click too wild. But yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Baltimore is the most dangerous team in the playoffs, and they will make it to the Super Bowl. Too wild and not too wild. Too wild. Most dangerous team is Kansas City Chiefs. Point blank period. After what I seen this weekend? Mal? That's what most dangerous, meaning like like sneaky upset pick or something. The best yeah. team. The best no. team in the playoffs. That's now, what he now, okay, so, <laughs> that's a different question to me. Best team in the huh? playoffs, I feel like is Kansas City. No, I didn't say I said most dangerous. If you're the but most dangerous, like, you're the best team. No, it doesn't. Mount, what does it mean? Dangerous team does not mean that you're the best. It means you're sneaky. Like I, I'm not well, looking. It, I, I'm not really looking at you, but damn, you on my ass. Like you're yeah. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I like dangerous. Yeah, I, dangerous and dark horse. Like I kind of think of them the same. Okay. And okay. If if that's what we going with, then yeah, not too wild. But, but y'all missed my and they will make it to the Super Bowl. I also put. Oh yeah. See, well, see yeah, that's, that's, what what that's what he does. He puts I put, two I put, things. I put, I put the whole thing in there. Yes. I know you put two things in there because somebody <laughs> might agree with the first part and then they might not agree with the second part. And, and then they have got it they, they have too wild, no man, I ain't telling you not to put not too wild. Super <laughs> 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 Bowl. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, but too wild. <laughs> two whole questions into one poll. <laughs> That's what he gets you at. He put two <laughs> questions in one poll, and then you ain't got no choice but to answer one question. Man, y'all need to get the word straight on these polls. Exactly. <laughs> I understood the question. If you don't agree with the, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't agree with the full statement, put too wild. Put too wild. <laughs> too wild. Too wild. Oh man. I put too. I put not too wild. You made it. Huh? <laughs> but no, no, no. It's something that I make that I feel like are too wild off the bat. But this one, yeah, like it's, not too wild. it's not too wild for this one. Mal? See, this is two questions. You put two questions. So will, will the Baltimore Ravens, because I feel like we all feel like they're the, a dangerous team. So will the Ravens make it to the Super Bowl? Let's simplify it. Niggas can't mm. handle complex questions. Just, just say okay. no. All right. <laughs> I feel like it's too wild for because of the Chiefs, but like I could, I wouldn't be too surprised if I saw it. I don't know. So not too wild. Yeah, it's not too wild. <laughs> no, if you feel like it was too wild, say too wild. Don't let this nigga bait you in the same. It's, it's, it's not too wild. wild. It's not too wild. He said too, too wild, wild, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. So not too wild. So what, yeah, so what did so, you say? So what did Edgar say? I said too wild. Okay. He said too wild. So not too wild for me. All right, and that was 57% too wild. Next one. Green Bay will be a one and done in the playoffs. They play the Rams this weekend. Too wild or not too wild? Uh, what did I vote for that? The Rams. I don't even remember what I voted, but now that you asked, not too wild. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say too wild. I got faith in a Rod and the Rams. How that Rams defense looking though? That Rams defense looking crazy. Aaron Donald coming back, but he's still injured, so he ain't a hundred percent. Eighty percent Aaron Donald still gonna be on your ass. I, I know, but. <laughs> Jared Goff still got the thumb issue. Cooper, oh, that's Cup, true too, that's true. Cooper Cup still questionable, low key. They say he coming back, but he's still questionable. 
But you beat a good Seattle team with all those mishaps. That Seattle defense was terrible. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> that defense? They didn't give up that many points. <laughs> that game was terrible. <laughs> what, was, what was the score with the Seattle game? I don't even know. I, I can look it up because I don't remember their defense being that bad. It was a terrible game. Plus, I did the poll of which defense was going to be better, and everybody, damn near everybody picked the Rams defense. And I was like, nah, Seattle defense going to snap. And they didn't and they, at all. <laughs> Once I seen Russ throw that uh that pick six to the crib, I was like, yeah, oh yeah, that screen pass, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, but I got I got trust that a Rod uh a Rod will deliver. He's a bad man, so I put not too wild. Mount. What was the question again? Is Green Bay will be a one and done in the playoffs, meaning they will play one game and then get out of there? Yeah, not too wild. Not too wild. Mm. Since you're not going to be on the pot for that long, who wins? Green Bay or the Rams? I just said not too wild. So, so see, see, this is where you get caught up in his confusion. Because when it. I think not too wild, it's like it could. It's not too wild, but I don't predict it to happen. So, do you see the Rams winning? I feel like that's probably the most, like, I don't, I don't not even, but like, could go either way matchup this weekend. I totally but agree. I, I think I think the Rams will pull. I think the Rams could win. I, don't know. I have the Packers win. So you do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll dive more in depth. The SEC will always reign supreme unless the college football playoff expands. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. Not too wild. Not too wild at all. They've won eleven <laughs> of the last fifteen national championship games. Yeah. So it's... I think it's more SEC bias and the oh, and the, the committee. Order. And the committee. Oh, mm. yeah. I mean, but honestly, who it's beat biased for a reason? Yeah, I'm about to say they biased for I a mean, reason. Who's beating Alabama? They're beating the SEC, other SEC teams, but who's beating Alabama? Clemson. Like, because yeah. out of those 11 championships you just said, seven of those have come from Alabama. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. is the SEC really reigning supreme or just Alabama? I mean, they're the SEC. Yeah. So, uh, no, but I'm saying, like, is it just is it just Alabama really reigning supreme, or is it the whole SEC? I would say the whole SEC, just because yeah. it's still the toughest conference in all of college football. And you, no matter what other conference you are, even if you win, nine times out of ten, you're not going to get an easy game against an SEC team. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, like every couple years or so, you might have a team that just blow out an SEC team. But for the most part, you finna play your ass off if you play anybody from the SEC in yeah. a playoff game, at least. I think it's more than Alabama that's holding the damn SEC up. Other than LSU, it's usually that once uh, once in a while another SEC team pops up, whether it's an Auburn in 2014 or in 2010 or LSU mm-hmm. last year. Like they just pop up on the scene, uh, SEC team. But other than that, it's usually just Alabama really carrying the SEC for themselves. Well, and everybody just trying to get to that that tier. Yeah, it's Alabama and someone else though. Like it's never just Alabama. It's just that Alabama's always there. <laughs> they're always the best, but like exactly. they're, every year, I mean, you know, like LSU might be trash a year, but then they'll be crazy another year. I'm not even gonna put the Gators up there because they just break the car on If it hurts you to talk about it, just don't talk about it. Like, okay, God, you're hey. right. <laughs> I felt the pain. I had to let the pain out, Edgar. That's what it was, right? If this hurt, this platform is for this platform is hurt. Just talk about <laughs> it. Just don't discuss it, please. All right, everybody uh, can't bottle up their emotions like you. you have to let it out. <laughs> this is what this platform is for. 
yeah. All right, brother. And that was 83% not too wild. Devontae Smith is the greatest wide receiver to play college football. Too wild or not too wild? Uh, Not too wild. I can't think of any others right now off the top of my head, but I was thinking about it. I was like, he definitely top five. I can't think of anybody. I think he's definitely number one. <laughs> I can't think of it. I can't think of anybody else who I was mean, like Randy, that dominant throughout college. Randy Moss in college was crazy. Yeah. Uh, who else in college was crazy? I guess, um, I guess people have oh, building uh, accolades as well. Damn, who who else was crazy in college? Uh, damn, they had a whole list. They had a they had like a list of like five receivers that was going crazy in college. Uh, I can't think of them off the top of my head. But none of them have Heisman's. <laughs> and now um, I think that's the I mean, accolade yeah, that that's why he's in the top five off rip because he got a Heisman. So he, Whoa, how does that not put him in the top three? If he, he, he has a Heisman, he might be top. I'm giving him top five off of the fact I can't think of nobody else right now. So I'm leaving room, but I'm pretty sure even after you look up, Odell, Odell mm-hmm. nah, he wasn't that crazy. Like he wasn't going crazy in college though. Julio, he, he was going more crazy in the NFL than he did in college. That's, that's what I about Lamar. Yeah, Julio, Julio. Julio was getting loose in college, mm-hmm. uh, but none of none to the none to the Devontae Smith tier though. Like this man was catching like twelve passes a game for two hundred yards and two touchdowns, three touchdowns every game. That's he was doing something crazy like that. Damn, I really gotta sit and think. I think it's him. I think he's number one. I nah, can't think of anybody I, else. I don't know. If I can't I, think I of really anybody gotta, else. I have to put you at number one. Just out of the phone. I, I really got to. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's off the top of your head, you can't think of nobody. Bro, does anybody else have the accolades in the Heisman? No. Or has any other top like this in the Heisman race? No other receiver got a Heisman that you could think of, at least if you start Googling. But now the Heisman don't automatically put you at number one. That's a big boost to your – It is. It's a huge boost. I ain't going to lie. Top five, maybe top three if I really can't find nobody else. But, yeah. It's not too crazy to say he is the best. You can definitely build up a case. See how he does that? <laughs> he, he's spinning words. It, it's not too crazy. It's, it's not too wild. Yeah. Like not too wild, the, not too wild. Yeah, the initial reaction was like, yeah, that's too wild. But then, like, I can't think of nobody. Like, I think I feel like um, everybody who, who voted on this poll felt like this, even though it was 54% too wild. I feel like they just hit Alabama at this point. A lot, a lot of people <laughs> said. I'm pretty sure a lot of people said too wild because they they're like us. They're like, wait, I can't think of. It got to be somebody. Right? Yeah, that that's what it is. They're like, I know I can think of somebody. So we can't say wild. that though. We can't say that because then we're just like we're shortchanging him. Yeah, can we just put it like an asterisk by it. Like we'll get back to you. <laughs> that's, that's why, that's why I put not too wild because the yeah. few receivers that I could think of, I'm like, okay, yeah, but if we just. If we just give it into him because the Heisman, if we're really looking at talent for talent, then that's when the real debate. But I'm looking at talent. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going by talent like that. Because that means you're getting drafted high in the draft. I'm I'm talking about, like, what you do in college. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't even throw Odell in there. Because what you do in college. Like I said, his season was the greatest wide receiver season we've seen ever. Even by the previous wide receiver Heisman. He's had the greatest season. So I don't think anybody else matches up. Truly. Yeah. I've probably been more talented receiver. Oh, definitely more talented. Definitely more talented. Opportunity, fit, like all that came together. Perfect time. Right. Jalen Waddle getting hurt perfectly worked with his Heisman race. Yeah. And that was – I already said the percentage for that one. 
Damn, <laughs> we made this one before the, the Harden trade. James Harden has ruined his trade value by giving up on the Rockets. Uh, obviously not, but two out of not two. I made it, so I'm <laughs> not too wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. I put no, you said has ruined his trade value, so I, I put two out anyway. I put two out because I didn't think he ruined it. So, yeah, yeah. we can move on from that one. The bubble is the only answer to solving the NBA COVID problem. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. Gotta have bubbles. Matt, what do you feel like should be next? Do you feel like quad bubbles should be next? What do you think the NBA should do from now on? I mean, I guess they got to basically lock them up, bro, with nothing but a basketball. Because, <laughs> I mean, this would have worked if everybody was just, like, doing what they were supposed protocols. to do. I'm about to say doing yeah. what they're supposed to do. <laughs> if they was doing what they're supposed to do, we would have been fine. We wouldn't need it. But I guess, you know, he's on listen, so we got to. You know, it's the players, and it's just not the world we're living in right now. Like, what if they're just at their crib, they walk outside, and somebody got COVID? Now, I got COVID because my neighbor got COVID. That, that is a possibility, but I feel like they just got yeah. way more freedom than they had when they were in the bubble. When oh, no, they were true. in the bubble, they seen the same people every day. And the same people that they seen every day didn't have COVID. Now yeah. you got the freedom to go grocery shopping with your family. You got the freedom to go somewhere by yourself, like go go by <laughs> yourself, like go by yourself somewhere. Like you got the freedom to do stuff at a free bigger range than you did when you were at the bubble. Yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Do athletes grocery shop, or do they just get Instacart type shit? That's a real question. Got chefs. Do they go out? I don't know. I was just I giving mean, it I was an just example. Was <laughs> they do normal things? I, I, I was just giving an example. I, I, <laughs> I started to really ponder, like, do niggas do normal shit? Like, I'm, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure some of them have regular lives. I mean, I'm like, yeah, the low-profile guys. But I'm like, LeBron, is he going to rob LeBron don't grocery shop. No. Definitely. Yeah. He got a whole – how much money <laughs> LeBron spend on his health, bro? He got a dietitian, a chef, all that, bro. Like, Facts. He probably, so looks at, he, he probably looks at Publix like disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pantry, <laughs> pantry items. <laughs> what, what were you about to say about to say about the COVID? You about to say something? Oh, yeah. I mean, what you're saying is right. Like, definitely, you know, accidents happen, and that would have been responsible for like a small jump in cases. <laughs> but this last week has been crazy by itself, bro. Exactly. So, like, obviously people aren't listening. Like, I'm sure some of that is from, dang, I was I was doing what I was supposed to do. I still got it somehow just from, I don't know, my mailman had it. Are you telling me they're still hitting the booty clubs? Is that what mm-hmm. you're telling me, Malcolm? They're still hitting the booty clubs? Oh, uh, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, wowzers. They're not falling with the wings. <laughs> they see no strippers in the last three months. <laughs> strippers wear masks. Don't ask me how I know. but We've been to a strip club together. <laughs> We've been. We're grown. <laughs> we're not children anymore. Hold on, what is that mask doing though? It's blocking. What you do you mean? Strip club, bro. Exactly. I'm not. It's there working like. I'm not wearing a mask. Are you doing like some some heavier like exercising? Like you wearing a mask while exercising like that? No, I'm not there for smiles. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, like cover, cover the face up, wear the mask. But I'm, but I'm talking about from the from the strippers the strippers perspective. I can barely breathe in this thing, and I have to twerk to make my money. Yes, but I'm about to die in this mask. Okay, but they still gotta do it. Yes, 
<laughs> that's, 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 that's a wild scenario, bro. That's, that's why I didn't know they were still wearing masks in there. No, they was going the, the, ones, the ones who made the most money who care about the health. Yes, <laughs> for me, it's just crazy the fact they're still open in the first place. But you know, nah, it, it's needed. It's needed. It is. Shut down, shut down, is, shut down is definitely coming soon. It's, it's needed. Don't wish that on me. It's needed. <laughs> so, so Mal, do you think quad bubbles is the the solution for this? You quad bubbles. Quad Oh, quad quad bubbles, bubbles. Like regional, okay. regional bubbles. Okay, I thought you were saying like put a club in the bowl. No, but I mean, I guess regional. they probably would do something similar to uh, what the the NCAA seem like they're gonna do with the uh, the tournament if we get to that point where they're gonna have exactly. if we get there. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? What they said they're gonna have like. Four different places in Indiana, which is a terrible state to pick for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> no, so there's the least chance of you going out having fun if you pick somewhere that's not fun. But it's, it's like COVID but is all around. What did you say? I said, I said COVID is all around. In yeah. like, but, but still, you're less likely to go out and have fun if you know there's nowhere fun to have fun. You're right. Air. But air. like cases in <laughs> India are like going crazy, especially this last week, bro. Like I don't even want to go back to school up there, to be honest. They forced y'all to? Yeah, I got to. <laughs> got classes in person. Ask to ask white folk. Yep. <laughs> Told them not to go up there. What? <laughs> done soon, hope. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Golly. All right. Let's move on to the next one. LaMelo Ball is the most impactful rookie since LeBron James. Whoa. Too loud or not too loud. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you need a Twitter. You got to see these before that. You got to see. Oh my god! <laughs> Crazy. Crazy, Crazy. I see that, and I was like, I was like, wait, wait, wait. When, when did LeBron get? I almost lost track of life. I was like, when did the when did LeBron get drafted? Like, I was like, last year, like two years ago. Like, oh, has LeBron not been in the league seventeen years? Oh my goodness! The, the wow. NBA, the, the NBA has lost all hope. If, <laughs> if for seventeen years there hasn't been an impact, but I'm just saying, is, is Lamelo the best out of the 17, 17 years? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the best? Uh, Derrick Rose. Um, you only seen that because I tweeted it. Derrick Luke. You tweeted it. Yeah. You tweeted that. Damn. Because at first, at first, no, I, thought no, was, I, thought was, I thought it was Jaw just off because I said impact. Not talent and not stats, because a lot of people were saying Luca, and it was Luca stands all in the DMs. I was like, nah, nah like I he didn't raise like they're winning at all. But then when you look at Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose went from the, the <laughs> they were last place in the East to making the playoffs, seven games with the Boston Celtics in his first year. Like I feel like so. I, just, I automatically thought Derrick Rose. Like that's who I automatically thought of. I didn't even think of Derrick Rose when I made the question. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about Derrick. <laughs> I really did. I, I was thinking Jaw before I, I did it. I was thinking Jaw. I was like, damn, because Jaw somebody thought of Jaw before Luca and Derek. I wouldn't have put Luca up there. I wouldn't have put Luca up there. I mean, are you just talking about like immediate impact? That's what I mean, like You're impact, like impact on winning. Okay, yeah, that's rookie, that's what rookie year impact. Your rookie yeah. year. Impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Derek. Is Derek? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm crazy for Jaw. No, no, you, yeah, you're not okay. crazy for it, but I, I'm personally picking Derrick Rose. I'd say you're crazy. <laughs> Derrick Rose, you're the first person to pop in your head, huh? 
Yeah, first year impact, bro. Come on, you just let it out. Took the the champs to seven games. Hey, but shout out to Black because Black brought up somebody else, Ben Gordon. I didn't yeah. even think about it. He yeah. won six man of the year in his rookie year, and I think they went from like the third pick to being the fourth seed in the East his rookie year. He took him to the fourth seed, and that team I was not worried. Why yeah. did you know so much about Ben Gordon? I don't know. He's like, <laughs> I, I had to look it up just to see how Ben Gordon was. I hated Ben Gordon when he played. I hated Ben yeah. I, I did not like him with. I, I was never crazy about him. Bro. So shout out to Black for that one. He can't be on, but at least oh, I got his opinion on that. The, the random facts. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts, facts. All right, next one. The Wizards. But how do y'all feel about LaMelo before we move on? Like, because his impact on winning is crazy right now. Like, they crazy. suck. Without him, they suck. Yeah. Best ball brother. Best ball brother, without a doubt. I hate when y'all say that shit. Like, can we just say the dude is a great player and just move on? No, it's true. <laughs> bro, that's been his whole life. Exactly. <laughs> it just hurts for Lonzo. I just I, know, <laughs> I, love, I, I love Lonzo. He's just not aggressive. And that's the difference between the two. Yes, yes yeah. They, Lamelo got way more freedom, you know, and it, it's showing. Because Lonzo, when they played each other, bro, the other day, Lonzo just looked like – I don't know. Not he didn't look like he was out there. He didn't look yeah, like that. Yeah, guy. He's just passing around. That's what Lonzo is, though. He's like the guy that gets everybody involved. Yeah. He's not aggressive enough. Bro, yeah. I seen like two games after that game, though, where Lonzo has so many looks when he drives to the basket and he chooses to it's kick out. That's what I mean. Like, I, I hate that. I'm like, bro, you were literally wide open. Like, why did and, you just kick it back out? Yes, bro. And he's finishing so much better this year, too. Like, his percentage finishing at the rim was terrible. But this year, he's like, what? What is it like 50 something? Almost Bro, 60, and, I want to say. And he's hitting the mid-range now. Yeah, so, so like, shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. He just shoots so many threes when he can get into the mid-range and it, he can finish better. I feel like it has to be coaching at this point. Like they're telling them, you know, look for BI and Zion. Oh, exactly. give a damn. If I got an open lane to the basket, I'm taking it. You're just gonna he have should. to take me out of the game. Yeah, he definitely should. He tripping, bro. I don't know. What you said, what you, what Rollin talking about? That's what Lonzo became. He was supposed to be a star. He lost his confidence. I honestly think he's gaining his confidence back more right now, but it's just like his aggressiveness never was really there after UCLA. UCLA, he was aggressive. Bro, it's well, I don't know. That that first year, what in LA before Brian came, like we just uh, yes. something coming. That's and then Brian came, and I feel like, you know, having all the expectations on you that you yeah, you get less freedom. It's like what when Tony Parker first came in the league and Pop took him out for literally everything, bro. Yeah. Like you saw how long it took for Tony to be great after that. Like it took years and years. And I guess yeah. that's what Lonzo working on right now. Yeah, but I don't know. That's what happens with because it's it's just like Malk said, it's the freedom. Lamelo yeah. gets to do whatever he wants on the court. He can make bro. mistakes. He can you make mistakes. He, he's cool, bro. I, I can rebound. I can get it off. I can turn it over. I'm gonna stay in. I'm free. I can shoot the ball, air ball. I'm still cool. Yeah. Lonzo, bro. The freedom is just. Learn. Aggressiveness. This is your fourth. This is his fourth year. Yes. Uh, yeah, is it? I hope it ain't fifth. Fifth feels it's, like a it's lot. His fourth no, year. It's fourth so, it's, so I predicted him to be my breakout player of the year, and he's really hurting me right now. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Like he's hitting threes more. He's finishing better. Just like, nigga, do more. Like, please do. <laughs> yes. Like I feel like y'all could be a playoff team if Alonzo is really going for real. Yeah. And I hate their starting lineup, bro. Have you it's, seen their starting lineup? It's pretty awkward. First off, Bledsoe. I hate him so much, bro. Literally. <laughs> that is my least favorite point guard in the league. Oh, my gosh. 
Why are you not starting JJ Reddick or Josh Hart? These niggas are starting Eric Bledsoe next to Lonzo Ball. Why? I'm doing Josh Hart immediately. Josh Hart. Yes. Yep. They get me upset. Fuck it. Let's move on. And then JJ Reddick coming in off of the bench for the second unit. Yeah. And then cut. Yes. Thank you, Ron. I love the Bledsoe. And that's what's funny. I rock with Bledsoe when he's at Kentucky. In LA, I rock with Bledsoe. But after, Dude, when he even on home, Phoenix, I was cool with him. Even on Phoenix, yes. <laughs> but man, he just went downhill from there. <laughs> Literally, bro. Just downhill. Terrible. Uh, that's man, all the headaches this man has caused in uh, <laughs> Milwaukee, bro. <laughs> oh my God. I every time the playoffs roll around, like they might as well just cut him. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> He's not gonna show up bro, at all. Bro. Just don't play him. You'd be better playing Pat Connaughton at point guard. Steven Chinzu. <laughs> Probably. Literally. All right. The next one. I think this is the last one. The Wizards will free Bradley Bill by the trade deadline. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. Free my dog. It has to happen. <laughs> I'm speaking it into existence. I'm praying to have so not too wild. <laughs> not too wild. Either that or they not too wild, but I hope they somehow make up a trade to get some defense on the roster, bro. That's what they, they no interior presence at yeah. all. They can't guard name? a park uh, car. Thomas Bryant. Yeah, Thomas Bryant just got what'd you say, Edgar? They can't guard a park car. Yep, bro. <laughs> but yeah, Thomas Bryant just went down too, and that was like Maybe the one person in the starting five that played defense. So, <laughs> and they and they look tough. better without Bledsoe, not Bledsoe, but without Westbrook. Like yeah. every time Westbrook doesn't play, they win. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like I don't understand, bro. But <laughs> that's the thing, though. I I seen some like Westbrook by minutes, like on off numbers. I think they're better when he's on the floor. It's just they still don't win like the game. Yeah, which yeah. is weird because you would think that would. Even out to wins, but like I, I don't know. I feel like that's more situational because situationally he's not good. Like he turns the ball over at the wrong yeah, times. Yeah. So situation because throughout throughout the whole game he makes good plays, but it's just mm-hmm. sometimes it's just like damn, that's the, like bro, it's three minutes left in the game. You just made two back to back turnovers at the yep, wrong bro. time, my boy, and that's why he gets all the heat. Yep, I I immediately think back to uh, what was that when they were playing the Warriors right before KD left, bro. And he just turned the ball over, what, like four times in the last five minutes? Yeah, bro. That, that boy, Russ. Is, is Westbrook going to get traded? If Bill gets traded, is Westbrook next? Or does Westbrook have to just uh, sit for this? Man, that contract. It, it, he'll be – you said he what? I'm, that contract makes it hard. Yeah, the, the contract makes it hard. He'll definitely be there throughout the rest of the season. Yeah. No, nobody wants he, – he, he'd be there. They'd probably stuck with him just because nobody wants Westbrook at this point. Damn no, because him not being able to shoot is also why they can't win games. Because the yeah. space on the floor is always hurt. Like you have to be <laughs> able to shoot in this NBA, bro. He said they're sagging off you so much. You have yeah. to be able to shoot, bro. And he's so, not making them pay for it. He's shooting that that broke elbow pull up, bro. <laughs> his jump shot doesn't look bad, and that's what always kills me. Like he has a good jump shot. And it just <laughs> never goes in. It's looked pretty for so long, and it's just never got any better, bro. Except in some Rico Hines off-season videos, bro. Everybody look good at Rico Hines. Yeah, everybody look good, good at Rico Hines, bro. When it come, all-star Rico Hines. When it comes to rights in the ball, everybody look great. 
<laughs> Everybody said Melo was going to come back in the league and start dropping 30. I was like, he's playing in the rec room with hey, a hoodie on. Hey, you see Rico Hines that got signed to the, the Kings or something like that? Yeah, he on the Kings. That that was, what, last year? He been there. I'm like, look what happened. Well, you just uh, uh, <laughs> just directing the directing. Count down from 10. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Exactly. He never gets below seven. He never gets below seven. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I feel you. All right, Mount brother. Look like that's it, bro. Uh, right. You good? You good? You trying to say what's your some last words? Uh, I mean, watch social the media. Out. You want to get that before you leave? No. What's the point, bro? <laughs> He's off the grid. No <laughs> He's off the grid. <laughs> off the grid, Mount man. Off the grid, Mount once hey, he's off of here, you're never seeing him again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about bro, we definitely appreciate you coming on, bro. Come back anytime, bro. You love your takes, bro. We love your takes. Appreciate y'all, bro. It's always fun. All right, bro. Yes, All, right. Sir. All right, bro. Let's dive into some NFL, man. A lot of people came here for the NFL. Let's talk about the games of the week. So we have the first one is the Bucks versus Saints. How you feeling about it, bro? Uh, I know you're nervous, bro. I know you're nervous as hell. I'm, That's what I'm, happened in the season. I'm nervous. Saints beat us twice already this season. Uh, third time's the charm, they always say. So let's let's hope that we don't get swept in this situation. They're my the Bucks are my team to get to the Super Bowl. I predicted us to get 11 and five in the regular season. Everybody thought I was crazy. Everybody said we was going to be seven and nine or eight and eight. So f you to everybody who said that. But um, yeah, I don't I don't see no reason to not win the game. Uh. The Saints always fold, and I, I'm praying on that. <laughs> and that's why it's like I feel like the Saints should beat y'all, but it's just like it's the Saints. <laughs> like I, it's nothing exactly. else that I can really say other than that. So I'm, I'm rocking out with the Bucks in this game, which is weird, bro. Because like I just said, like I really don't feel like y'all should win. But Drew Brees, that pressure should be getting on him on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We play on Saturday, right? Saturday or Sunday? Uh, we play Sunday. Yeah, that pressure should be on him on Sunday, bro. And I expected a, a good game at all. Because uh, y'all de- y'all offense is really what's changed from y'all first two matchups. I feel like exactly. there's way more motion in the offense now. Antonio Brown has become more incorporated. Godwin has become more incorporated. But Godwin got to work on his hands. That nigga dropped so many balls on damn Saturday. I, That's I, I feel like that, that was just a one-time thing. That hard, that hardly to never happens with Chris Godwin. I feel like that was Chris Godwin's first playoff game in his career. So I'm gonna just give that to playoff jitters, and he just he was he was nervous, but they can't cut it no more. You used to or not? You got one playoff game under your belt. On to the next week. Chris Godwin has some of the best hands in the league, as far as I'm concerned. Tom Brady is co-signed that, so I feel like that was just first playoff first playoff game jitters. Everybody will be all right. And I love the way they incorporated Leonard Fournette as the starting running back last week against Washington. I feel like they should definitely do that again against New Orleans uh, with how they got Cam Jordan and the rest of his D-line set up. Y'all almost lost to a nigga named Kanye. That's why. That's what, that's what blew me on Saturday night. That nigga was getting loose on y'all, bro. <laughs> that nigga was getting loose on y'all. I, I tweeted. I said, boy, one thing about being a Bucks fan, you just can't be too happy. How I knew, how I knew that Denisha was going to be one of the people that commented. <laughs> She's a Saints fan too. Hey, it's funny because Malcolm Saints fan too, and I didn't get his opinion, but he just said they were gonna fold very quietly. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Malk, you better pray hard. You know how they do. But what are you saying, bro? What are you saying? Uh, being a Bucks fan, you just gotta. You can't never be too happy too soon. 
Like I'm not I'm not happy nine times out of ten until it's like the last two to four minutes of a game, and I know we got the lead. That's really when I'm happy as a Bucks fan. Throughout the rest of the game, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm never gonna have that mentality of, oh yeah, this us. We got this game. Blah. blah. I'm never gonna do that. I'm just a Bucks fan. I got too much PTSD. Y'all got the goat though. Uh, it, we're the Bucks. I can't have the same excuses that y'all had before with the goat. That's why I don't trash talk as a Bucks fan. Like I'm not <laughs> one of those Bucks fans that trash talk. I've been seeing a lot of Saints fans trash talking me. And I'm like, all right, Denisha, <laughs> Denisha be trash talking. I'm like, okay, I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't going to say nothing. Because if we lose, I don't want you sitting here saying that. <laughs> I, I was saying anything crazy. Shout out to Jabril, Jabril Muhammad. My brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, hard Saints fan. I tell him all the time, hey, y'all go home every year, too. Y'all just go home after we go home. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny as hell. All right, bro, let's move on to the next game, bro. We got the, the Ravens versus the Chiefs. The Ravens really surprised me on Saturday or Sunday, whenever they played, because – I picked the Titans to win. I thought the Derrick Henry was going to run all over them. But that defense too. really impressed me, bro. What was your reaction to what you seen on Sunday? Uh, Lamar Jackson answered the call that I said he had to answer earlier this season. Defenses have figured you out. You are no longer a surprise in the NFL. Everyone got film on you now. Every Denise is talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, everybody has figured you out. Everybody knows how you play. The only thing you can do is elevate your play style and – make it even harder for him. And that's exactly what he did on Sunday. Uh, rushed for more yards than Derrick Henry did by over, I don't know how many yards he rushed more yeah, than over 100 Because Derrick Henry only had like 40 yards. Exactly. So yeah. it, it was amazing to see very few errors from Lamar. And he got that hump off his back of he can't win a playoff game. So I'm glad he changed that narrative about himself. Do you think this that game would have been an, an indictment on his career? Do you think he would have started to really hear the rumors like, oh, he really can't win in this league in the playoffs? It wouldn't have been an indictment, but it would have it would have made a huge statement on what his career is so far from what we've seen. And like you said, it would have it wouldn't have just ultimately said he can't win in this league, but he would have had the narrative for a while now that he just can't win. Like he maybe he can in the future, but right now, from what we've seen the past three years, he can't win in the playoffs. So it wouldn't have been an indictment, but it definitely would have it would have been an asterisk by his name. Yeah, because I heard a lot of people saying that, oh, he's too young to really get this narrative. And it's just like a lot of young quarterbacks get this. Like I'm about to say, like Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield got a lot to prove too. Yeah, like and Peyton Manning, I heard a lot of people comparing him to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning never won a playoff game till he was 27. And Lamar just turned 24. So how can you really start to paint this picture or this narrative about him when he's he really hasn't done anything yet like he played half a season his first year he got an mvp it's like damn like give us some time to really sprout until what he's going to become until we start like pressing him like oh you really have this monkey on your back at this point but it's the fact that you want an mvp you're you're like the second coming of michael vick people like me and a few expectations oh yeah yeah, i said the expectation me and a couple other people saying you better than vick like you vick 2.0 you know what i'm saying a lot of people giving you that narrative and everything so it's like all the expectations yeah it's gonna come with a lot of negative talk back at the same time yeah so i was happy that he won the game most definitely gotta show love to all the black because he he when he did that he just pushing the black quarterback revolution forward exactly that's where he really did it and, and that's why it was hurting me so much when they were talking about it, it was just because it's a black man they talking about man it's a white man they nigga, niggas would have slid it under the rug they would have let him like have some time in the league before they actually started to criticize 
But man, it's the black man. They get in the pressure immediately when they see some type of success. So I'm glad he got that money off his back. So how do you, what do you expect? I put Ravens versus Chiefs, but it's Ravens versus Bills out of this game that's coming up on us Saturday. Uh, I got the Bills winning. Uh, Lamar Jackson made a very key statement this week saying that this is going to be his first time playing in snow, which is hard to believe because he's played in Louisville like for a couple years and then you played in Baltimore already for a few years now. You still never played in snow yet. That's crazy to me. So I feel like and, and Josh Allen has played in the snow. It's I mean, Louisville is in like, Kentucky. Louisville, they don't see that much snow. It no, it definitely snow in Kentucky. Like it definitely much, snows. I got family that stay in Kentucky. It snow, it snows like crazy in Kentucky. Like, especially around that area. They that's why I was like, mm. in November? Uh time okay, it may not be it may not be crazy snow, but you're seeing snow. Like, that's mm-hmm. the crazy part. That's why I'm like, you just you've never played in snow at all, not even once. As opposed to Josh Allen, like, where did Josh Allen? I think he played in Wyoming. Yeah, you play in Wyoming, so you're used to snow off real. And then you're in Buffalo, one of the coldest cities it is to play in. So, yeah, I, I give Buffalo the advantage just because they're used to the climate. Oh, you're – wow. So I, I said this last week. Remember when I said this? I said I, it was all about matchups to me last week. I didn't like the, the Ravens going up against the Titans because I felt like they didn't have enough to stop Derrick Henry. They proved me wrong. But I said if the Ravens end up making it to the next round and play the Bills, they are going to beat the Bills because the Bills cannot stop the running game, especially when it comes to uh, the running game with running backs. But the QB running game is an extra factor as well. So if you can't stop the running backs, how are you going to stop Lamar Jackson on Saturday? So I'm like, I feel like that's his running ability is really going to be a huge X factor. And if he comes to really play with his A game, throwing the ball, I will this game be close? I don't know. I got to side with the quarterback. I got the Ravens winning this game, bro. I got the Ravens in this game. I got to side with the quarterback that's used to this environment and has played in all types of snow. And this is another point I wanted to make as well. You said it's snowing, right? Yeah, so will they be throwing the ball as much in the snow? You you better hope and pray that Lamar run for at least one fifty. Because if he don't throw the ball that much, he's gonna have to run for at least one fifty for them to win. But I'm saying that for the Bills' case, because that's their strength is throwing the ball. So are they gonna throw the ball yeah. as much in the snow? Hell and yeah. I love Baltimore's corners as well with Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. I now, feel like that's another reason their defense is starting to step up at the right time. I don't know how the Baltimore defense uh, – I don't know how some of those players will be in the snow, but I, I trust that Bills offense in, in the snow. I trust it. They can definitely throw the ball. I'm worried about Lamar Jackson being able to throw the ball. I think he doesn't – I don't think he would have to throw, honestly, that much because I don't think the Bills defense is that scary if you can run the ball. And I think they're really going to run the ball down their throats. He's going to have to make key throws. Don't get me wrong. He's going to have to throw the ball, but – he won't have to make that many throws because I don't think they can stop the run like that. So I really think this will be the Ravens game. Ravens in the AFC Championship game. They were almost probably not going to make the playoffs. And possibility, possibility. I got the Bills. Got the Bills? All right, let's move on to the other AFC game. We got the Chiefs versus the Browns. The Browns blew out the Steelers in their first game. <laughs> that shocked everybody. 28-0, all that bullshit. Get Big Ben up out of here. But how do you feel about the Browns going up against the Chiefs now? Number one seed in the AFC. The Browns have nothing to lose. That's how they're playing right now. And when you play a team that has nothing to lose, that all the odds are against, that people don't care if they win or if they go home, they're going to play you with lights out performance. You're, you're just going to see it. Baker Mayfield 
has been doing very well. I'm, I'm proud to see that he's actually playing at a high level. You got Jarvis Landry. You got that dangerous running game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. It is going to be crazy. But I trust Pat Mahomes. I trust Tyreek. I trust Kelsey. I trust all them boys. Uh, Clyde's at where he lair. Uh, I trust all them boys that they're going to get the job done. They are still the most powerful team in football right now. They're the best team in football. I don't see them losing. And we have to give credit to the Browns as well because they played without their coach on Sunday and they played without a couple of key players. They didn't have their starting cornerback, Denzel Ward, and they didn't have one of their starting offensive linemen as well and still thoroughly dominated this game. Yes. So I, I, I got to give a huge shout out to Baker Mayfield and the Browns for what they did on Sunday, man. But I'm going to rock out with the Chiefs, just like for what you said. They're the best team. Do you think this game will be close? I, I do. I think this will surprisingly be a close game. I think the Browns running attack will be the X factor, but I don't think Baker Mayfield can make enough throws. I think this will, they will win the, the Chiefs will win the game by two plus touchdowns. So that's how I feel about the game. Let's move on to the other game in the NFC. We got the Packers versus Rams. We already talked about it a little bit, but what do you foresee for this matchup? Uh, it's going to be a tough fight, but I see A-Rod winning it. Uh, he's a bad man, and I put a poll on Twitter today of who needs a second Super Bowl more, Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees. I personally feel like Drew Brees because Drew Brees has been in better situations to win a ring as opposed to Aaron Rodgers. He's he's been he's been in way more playoff situations where he could have gotten to the Super Bowl than a Rod. Has he? He has. We just talked about how the Saints always blow it. They always get in situations where they could have got to the Super Bowl and they didn't when the but Packers I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about those early 2010s when they were 7-9 felt like every year. Recently, it's definitely Drew Brees. But right. in the early 2010s, it was really Aaron Rodgers who was coming up short. And I can still say Aaron Rodgers because it's not like they haven't been making the playoffs. They still have been there throughout this whole time. But the Saints have still been the better team. If you put team against team, the Saints have still been a better team. It's just you bank on Aaron Rodgers leading you to the promised land a lot more. As opposed to with Drew Brees, you got Michael Thomas. You got Alvin Kamara. You got a, a great defensive line to complement your offense. And you got Sean Payton, that head coach. So it's like, eh, A-Rod with the Superman cape or a complete team in the New Orleans Saints. I really think it's A-Rod who has the most pressure on him right now, bro. A-Rod has to get it done. I mean, he has more time. I think this is Drew Brees' last year anyway. But I don't think Drew Brees has anything to prove. Like, he's had, he's won a championship. He has all the passing yards, all those type of accolades. I, we haven't really expected anything other uh, else out of Drew Brees, I don't feel like. Yes, he well, has come up short. Yes, he has come up short in some big scenarios, but I don't feel like he has the pressure like a, a Aaron Rodgers. I really When it don't. comes to A-Rod, what has been one of the main things we've always said? Get this man some help. Yes, you have Devontae still, Adams. You say it every time. You have to overcome. You you, you do, overcome. but but still, the organization has to be held accountable at some point. You, oh I, expect you to, I expect you to overcome, but that don't mean that's just, that gives the organization a path to just not help you out. Like, no. They should have gotten him more help, whether it was a running back. I mean, I granted they got Aaron uh Jones. what's call it now, Aaron Jones now, but they could have definitely got some more running help for him. They definitely could have got a number two receiver for him to compliment Devontae Adams. They, there's definitely a lot of things that that front office could have done to put A Rod in more Drew Brees like situations where he could have at least got to the Super Bowl again. I feel like those are excuses, bro. I feel like he still had opportunities where he could have got there. He had the defense to get there, but he came up short. And I feel like he hit because he we always say Aaron Rodgers is the 
talent-wise, the greatest quarterback of the, probably Mahomes is up there now. Talent-wise, he's the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. So even with all that, the, the organization has to give you the pieces. We understand all of that. We still expect you and we hold you to a higher standard, higher than Drew Brees. So we expect more out of you and we have not seen it. And that's why I say it's more pressure on uh, Aaron Rodgers right now to get out of the uh, out of the playoffs and get into the Super Bowl. I don't know. I, I feel different. I feel like it's Drew Brees. Like, bro, you've been you got the team, you got the coach, you got the defense. Like, just execute, lead them, lead them, lead them to the Super Bowl, and they fold. Whether it's, it'll be one play that everybody just feels changes the whole game, when in reality they should be in in the lead in whatever game they in. You know what I'm saying? And that's happened repeatedly now a few times, or they've just gotten beat in a situation where they should have won. And that could become the expectation for Drew Brees. And that's probably why I don't feel like it's um, that that we expect that much out of Drew Brees because the expectation is he is going to fold. So why is it pressure on him when the expectation has become he's going to fold? So why am I like looking at Drew Brees like uh, he might he, the pressure is on him? It's like I already know what he's going to do. So why am I surprised when he comes up short when he's done this for the past three, four years now? It's just like, OK, but Aaron Rodgers, you you haven't come up short like a Drew Brees. There's been other reasons why you haven't gotten there. So I think the pressure is on him. I have the Rams winning this game. Surprisingly, I think that defense going to be on that nigga head. Though. I think that defense is going to be on him. And I think Jalen Ramsey is really going to be playing sticky defense on Devontae. And who else will he throw to? Like you said, where who has other uh, other weapons? Well, we will see. We definitely will see. I, I'm ready for that matchup because Jalen Ramsey has shut down every receiver this year. The the receiver he's shut down the most, I want to say, is DK. I I'll take that to the chin because I've been saying DK the best receiver in the league, at least top three. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Jalen Ramsey is going to have a great performance, but I feel like Devontae Adams ain't going to make it easy for him. Jalen Ramsey has held DK to only 40-something yards out of three games. He held Mike Evans to 40 yards in their last game that they played against each other. Uh, just literally every receiver has not touched over 60 yards. Mm-hmm. All right, bro. So we already gave our predictions. So I guess we can move on to the conf- our conference championship matchups. You had picked the Bucks and you picked the Packers. Who do you have winning out of that? Uh, I got the Bucks being the Packers and going to the Super Bowl and in the AFC. Uh, I'll have it the Chiefs and the Bills, and I got the Chiefs winning. So Bucks and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Bucks and the Chiefs. I had the Bucks winning as well as the Rams, and I also had the Ravens winning with the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs getting back to the Super Bowl. I have the Rams. I have the Rams getting to the Super Bowl crazy as fuck <laughs> i feel like they shouldn't be there but i, I told hey, you, you like matchup, matchup wise i feel like they're gonna get there i told you like three or four weeks ago like the rams are kind of top three team in the nfc and at that time like it sounded crazy because you still had the saints doing well and then you got the bucks you got the packers seattle didn't go on their terrible slope just yet so you know was, there were definitely still other teams you could point at, but I, I pointed at LA and I was like the Rams. The Rams are a top three team in the NFC. I said the Packers, the Rams, and the Bucks. So I, I totally agree. I ain't, I ain't mad at you for picking the Rams on that. The only thing I have a problem with the Rams, and the, the reason why I think they can fall short is just Jared Goff and the injury as well. He was already average when he was playing healthy. So you add on the injury, it's like. This nigga looked ass on Saturday. I don't know how they won. That defense really saved him. Oh, it, was it, was yeah, it was definitely that defense, bro. So it's going to be interesting to see, bro. It's going to be – they're going to go as far as Jared Goff's taking them. Because I think the defense – one thing I want to say, 
a big question that we all have to start answering. Can Russell Wilson win without a Legion of Boom defense? Can he actually win when the defense is meh or when the defense is terrible? Because most of Russell Wilson's career, perfect defense, perfect defense. Less than perfect, but still top five or six defense. Eh, go down a little bit more, a little, little bit more. And each time it goes down, it gets a little bit worse as it goes for playoff runs. You know what I'm saying? So we start have to, we have to start answering that question. What can Russell Wilson do when it's just the offense that's booming? That's a good and question. I feel like right now we're getting the answer that not much. Because this is probably the most explosive offense he's had in a very long time, and they still did nothing. And one of the most struggle defenses that he's ever had. <laughs> yeah, the defense was solid toward the end of the year, but we seen it on Saturday. It was just like, okay, <laughs> like y'all not y'all nothing crazy, nothing to be afraid of. So that's a very good question, and I really don't have an answer to it. Man, I think I feel like he needs to have that backbone of the defense to be great to get him to another Super Bowl. I don't think he can carry a team all the way to the Super Bowl. I don't. Cause I, I can't remember the last time he had a great old line. So he's always been running for his life. So yeah. you're already running for your life as is. And you ain't got a good defense. So it's like, eh, what what can you what are you going to do in this situation? Cause we know what you can do. We know what Russell Wilson is. But can you overcome, like you just said, can you overcome having a mediocre O line but great receiving options and little to no defense? Like what can you do in that situation? And we see he just can't overcome that. He's a quarterback that has to have a defense that can take up that mantle. But just look at these teams in the final eight. So we got the Bucks, Saints, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens, Bills, Packers, Rams. Which of those defenses aren't top 15 in the league? I have top the top half of the league. All of these defenses are good. So you have to have a good defense in this league to go far in the playoffs. It's, of course. It's just, it's just mandatory at this point. You just can't have an offense because we always hear it. defense wins championships. So you need a defense to go far, and that's what he's missing. That's why he went far early in his career, and that's why he's coming up short now. The final eight teams that I'm looking at all have good defenses or are playing well right now. The Bills and the Ravens playing well right now. The Chiefs defense playing well right now. So just looking at it, that's what I would say. So you have to have a good defense to go far in the playoffs, and he hasn't but, had that. Because out of all the teams left in the playoffs – the team with the worst defense out of all of them would probably be Tampa Bay. And their defense is still top 10. Yeah, they, they definitely. That's why I said all of them have to be top half. They're all in the top half of the NFL in terms of defense, bro. So you have to have that at least to get far in the playoffs. So that's a good question, though. I ain't even thinking that. And all right, bro, let's move on to the national championship game. We don't have to take, talk about it that long. It's a beat down. Alabama thumped that shit. How do you feel? Uh, neither one of them my team, but I picked <laughs> Ohio State because I went with the underdog. I was just like, yeah, let's make it an interesting game. Let me go with the team that nobody y'all was talking big shit before the game. <laughs> y'all was talking big shit for the game, so I'm glad Alabama thumped y'all shit. Cause I was trying to build a case. I was trying. Hold to on, hold hold on. I just thought about this. Why is Denisha a Saints fan and an Alabama? I, fan? I, I don't know. I, that don't I, make no I, sense. I don't know. Like, nobody I, likes Alabama unless you're from there. And I feel I, like I don't know. I, I have to ask her. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> gonna call her later and ask her. That's a real question. I, I said the same thing. I was like, she a Saints fan and an Alabama fan, but she from Florida. I was, yeah, you only roll with them because they was good. 
<laughs> I caught on to your plan. I got on the Saints when they won the Super Bowl and been with the Saints ever since. And the same thing with the Todd. Good question. I gotta ask her that when we get off. That's a that's a real deal question, bro. That's a real deal question. Uh, I was so sad when Trey Sermon got hurt because I was the one telling everybody that Trey Sermon was gonna be the one who had an explosive game to help Ohio State win. So the fact that he was out in the first quarter within the first five minutes of the game, damn near, it was just sad to see. I I didn't read up on his injury report on what's actually wrong with him since the game, but I'm praying he okay. Uh, Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, it was like a shoulder, like a torn labrum. I think something like that. Justin Fields tried his hardest, but Alabama reigned supreme and roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything. I expected this, honestly. I didn't think it would be that close. Jalen Waddle played and he didn't really make that much of an impact, but still, it was still a dominant performance from him. Jalen Waddle should not have playing? touched the field. He should not have touched the field. When as soon as I seen him limp off of that very first play that he had in the game when nobody even touched him i was like nick saban need to take his pads off right now like get his pads off him right now and the fact that they still let him keep playing i was like bro what like dude you already going to the draft like what are you doing like it, it's no point like it's what are you being a part of what more i, being, being I know a bro, bro. bro. it's not a part of it. we we put our minds so much on the nfl the nfl but you had to think about all the buy-in it takes to get to a championship, bro. All the time he put in over the summer, bro. You don't want to just watch your team win a championship without you, especially when you grinded so much to get back for this time. So he wanted to play. I would have let him play too. I, don't know, I, I, I understand the NFL, but it was his decision. His family had input in it, and they and they said it's cool with him to play. He limped. He, I understand he limped. He wasn't 100% at all. But he I had no after every play. After every play he was in, he was lipping off the field. I was but like, I this, I see the heart. I get it. I, I love the heart that you got for the game. But bro, there's a situation, there's there comes a time and a place where you just got to put your health first. After that first play, it, at least I would have anyway. I would have been like, okay, I contributed. I gave that one play. I I see that I'm not 100 percent and I'm I'm limping. I literally can't even run a full route correctly. I'm not going to keep putting myself out here. Because what if Jalen Waddle would have got hurt? What would have been said if Jalen Waddle would have got hurt in that game? He got hurt. He wanted it, to play. It was it all him. It would have been a whole. It was his decision, bro. It was his decision. But what a lot of people not have been saying that the NCAA don't care about these players. How could Nick Saban let his player go out there limping knowing that he he's hurt? He, he, thank you. He He didn't have to play. He didn't, he didn't have, have to play, but I just told you he he's bought in this whole season to play. You don't grind all know. this time not to be a part of a championship team, bro. You don't want to just a ring just for standing on the sideline, bro. You want to be a know, part of that. You're fine. You it's, it's not always about the NFL. We know I'm your, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he would have been fine if he slipped through the draft as long as he contributed to the championship. We know your Alabama players, contributions. Bro. We know what you've done since you've been here. Like no matter, we what, get we, it, bro. no matter what we think, it's what he he thinks. I, he didn't thought he was validated. He wouldn't have thought know. he was validated if he didn't play in that championship or contribute at if all. He would, if he would have got hurt, it would have been an uproar. I'm telling you that right now. It wouldn't have been no, it wouldn't have been no, oh, he chose to play. It's still, you love to see the heart. We lit, I seen, we all seen NFL players literally tweeting, bro, what are you doing? Like, bro, it ain't worth it. Like, don't do it. The fact that NFL players are saying that, I feel like we have to come to an agreement that, okay. Because no. they're, think, they're thinking of it from a money perspective and NFL perspective when Jalen Waddle is not thinking about that, bro. 
He's not thinking about that. He's thinking about, I want to help my team right now. If I get hurt and I fall down the draft, fuck it. As long as I play it for my team and I contributed to this team and to this championship, this is my legacy. Man, winning two championships at Alabama, bro, I can never get this time back in my life. Yes, you may not get picked up in the draft. Well, you think you're going to get picked up in the draft it, if you right. get hurt. A lot of people's mindset isn't on that. A lot of people sit out in bowl games. We understand this that. This ain't no bowl game. This is the a championship. Of, okay. That's what I'm saying. This is an even bigger game than just a regular bowl game. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's bigger than just, oh, the money, the money, the money. He wants to contribute, and this is his legacy, bro. You don't get this time back. You don't. I understand. I'm just, and I, and I understand I where y'all I understand where y'all coming from. NFL, he's going to be a first-round pick, whatever, but you can't get this college time back, bro. You can't. You can't, bro. Understandable. I, I just personally would have did it. If it was me, if I was the coach, I'd have pulled him out. If I was the player, I'd have been like, coach, I can't do it. Nah, because, yeah, if you're seeing him limp like that, it's like, okay. But he kept going out there. He kept fighting. He kept fighting. And I feel like somebody had, had to have tell, told him, you can't hurt it more than it's already hurt. Somebody had to have told him that. Somebody had to have told him that. It's no way he went out there knowing he was risking to get hurt again. Somebody had to tell him you can't get hurt more than you're already hurt. Somebody, somebody had to tell him that. And that's what I was thinking about in the back of my mind. Denisha, y'all coming for me and I don't like that. <laughs> it, it's like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. Today's episode is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. If you enjoy our show and are looking to buy a new jersey, sweatshirt, and hat, you can go ahead and go to the podgo slash fanatics site. It is podgo.co slash fanatics where you can get 25% off your next order. Go ahead and cop some gear. I did that all. I would cue. Shout out to Shario. Shout out to my man Shario. I told Shario we're gonna get him a segment. Shario, he always he the one who brought up D Rose. He was the one who brought up D Rose when I had brought up that. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So shout out to Shario for that. Most definitely, most definitely. And I want to talk about social media wants to know as well. You had put a couple of questions on the page. Let me run through those real quick. Who's the best freshman in college basketball? I think I picked Jalen Suggs on that poll. Ooh, wow. I don't know. I just I like I like him better than Cade. I like Cade, but I, I think it's because the hype that you gave Jalen Suggs when we talked about it. I was like, yeah, let me lean with Jalen in this. <laughs> Do you feel like he's more entertaining than Cade? Yeah, that, that's probably what it was. The entertainment aspect. If we just going like entertainment and numbers and everything, then you'll probably go with Cade. I love I love both of them. Honestly, we already know how I talk about both of them. I love both of them, but the best freshman I would have to give that to K. But it's not a, it's not a huge gap at all. It's close. Yeah. So when I see when I seen the uh, the people voting and it was 50, 50, 57 to forty three, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. K. Cunningham ended up winning, but that was definitely a close one, close battle. And there was another one you had picked. And I think we already talked about it. I was I wanted to save it for social media, but who needs a second Super Bowl ring? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees. What was the votes on that? Uh, this one has 68 votes, and it was 59% Aaron Rodgers. Damn. 41% for Drew Brees. Yep. Uh, can the Saints complete the clean sweep of the Bucks? We already talked about that. We said both said the Bucks. I feel like it was another one. I might be missing out on. No, nah, I think oh. we did them all. That was all? Yeah. Yeah, we did them all. Because we did uh, um, most of them were out. So. True, 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 true. All right, bro. Let's move on to entertainment and current events. What you want to talk about first, brother? Lori Harvey. The Lori Harvey. Really yes, sir. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to the female future Hendrix without the kids. 
Yes, sir. Uh, Lori she Harvey Michael, turns she Michael B, huh? She want Michael B right now? Hey, this this how you know Lori got sauce. She ain't never post a nigga. Never. She never before. She gets posted. She don't post. She no. did, she don't want to post the future. It was a low key post. It wasn't like a. <laughs> it wasn't like a. This my dude post. It was like a. I'm gonna let y'all see what I got going on for the day type post. But like, nah, she real deal. She she living life right now though. She doing what future does is just she don't end up getting kids out of the situation. So yeah, I, I applaud it. I applaud it. So how do you feel about her movements? What she doing right now? You feel like it's female empowerment or is she thotting? Cause there's a lot of conversation about that going on. I, right I feel like it's female empowerment. Uh, we just live in a male dominated world where it's like we can do niggas do the same stuff. shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we can do certain stuff that women can't. But I, I'm just big on female empowerment, especially when it comes to black women. I feel like black women, like they can do the same thing. It's just we don't get called the same stuff they get called when they do what we do. Especially if they doing it better. Yeah, niggas don't like when y'all doing it better. <laughs> but my my biggest question about the Lori Harvey thing is why is like. The dating pool is so small when it comes to celebrities. It's like everybody dates the same person, feel like whether it's the light skinned people, dark skinned, black people. It's like, man, like the Kardashians keep getting tossed around. Lori Harvey keeps getting passed around. It's like, why don't y'all break out of this little box here and date some other females? Like, it don't make sense to me. Well, for the most part, you date who's in your category for the most part that that's really yes we love Lori. yes we do happy birthday to her again she turned 24 uh <laughs> but it's it's just you date people in your in your class and most of the time you already know who with who and you already know what scandal is going to be big so why not just deal with the people that always are dating you know you can't date jade because jade ain't gonna cheat on baby but baby gonna cheat on jade <laughs> uh all right <laughs> When when already got a nigga, she got a nigga. She ain't cheating. When she's single, she's single. Right now, she got a nigga. So it's like, is it certain people you know? You know, Kardashians, their relationship gonna last three months, and then you good. But it's some, but it's some real wholesome females out there that's like not getting looked at. Y'all looking at the same crop of females, bro. That y'all know what y'all getting with them, and we don't really know what you're getting somewhere else where it's probably a good. Maybe, maybe the publicity. Maybe some dudes like, hey, this gonna give me some publicity with this audience that I. That I never had. That's with the Kardashians. The Kardashians, I feel like some people do it. For oh, yeah. They, they be chasing bags, bro. Yeah, Kanye yeah. and Lamar Odom are probably the only two people that actually wanted an actual relationship with them. I feel like everybody else. No, Lamar Odom did. He, she, she pushed him to cocaine. He almost died. No, no, you're not, you're not no we're, we're not blaming Chloe for that. We're not blaming he Chloe for that. died in a brothel. No, we're not. I'm not, I'm not blaming Chloe for that. I'm not blaming <laughs> Chloe. Lamar did that on his own. Chloe half Chloe halfway saved him. And I, I don't usually advocate for Kardashians like that. But but we're not gonna throw Chloe under the bus like that. Oh, that shit funny, bro. But shout out to Lori Harvey. I ain't got no problem with it, bro. Live your life, man. Shit, you ain't get your 20s back. But exactly. <laughs> you hear you hear all the shit that she uh she learned she learned the game from Steve Harvey. He she had read the book, think like a yes, man sir. and shit. Do you think that really happened? Like, I feel like she really has did done. Oh, yeah, she probably she probably didn't read it, but she probably got some game from from that nigga. Yeah. So shout yeah. out, shout out. Let's talk about the busted challenge. Yes, I think my butt But I heard Nelly so much in so long. I probably ain't listening to Nelly in the bag right now. That boy getting the bag right now for real. And what's the, what's the old girl name? Who song? Erica is that? Banks. Erica Banks. Bro, I seen a video. She was in the club 
and she was singing the same song. Niggas was not fucking with the song at all. But now it gets mixed in with Hard in Here. The shit yeah. is fire, and niggas is banging with it, bro. Now we get this challenge, bro. Whole bro, lot of I, ass on my TL. I, I love it. Black women, I love y'all. I love black women. I just love seeing all y'all just getting bad as hell. Just just flossing y'all shit. I love it. I love it. It's the fact that a lot of y'all fine before y'all even do the busted part. When y'all in y'all bonnets and y'all big t-shirts <laughs> and, and, your, and your boy stories around the house, I'm like, I love you like that. I love y'all like that. Y'all ain't even got to drop. Just stay, just stay standing up. Yeah. I love it. That's facts, bro. I love seeing the ass on my TL. I probably haven't. I've looked this hashtag up every day. Oh, I watch it every day. I, every I book, day. I bookmark so many of these. <laughs> That shit crazy, bro. When is it gonna die? I don't feel like it's gonna die anytime soon either. I don't know, but this was a great way to start 2021. I love it. It was. It, it was. It's good energy, bro. It's good energy. And oh, we're oh. we're getting Drake before the um before the month is over. So it's like you got you got black women being black women. You got possibly the greatest album of the year dropping at the beginning of the year. Oh damn, my nigga! Can we get? Let me hear a song first. <laughs> we, 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 he, I, I tweeted today. It's been reported that he had tissues in the studio. We we know <laughs> we we know it's about that. Care too? Oh shit! Core, core water and tissues. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was I gonna ask? Oh, I was gonna ask you about the niggas doing busted challenges. Aren't you? I, I'm not a fan. No, Wait, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, why can't women just have their shit? We're, we're not here for you. Alone? We're not yeah, here for you, bro. I hate that shit, bro. I really hate that shit, man. Cause is this just a black woman thing? Is white people supposed to be a part of this? Oh, just- every, everybody's doing it. It's just okay. I, I, you, you know me. I love black women, so I'm, I'm, yeah. hyper, I'm hyper I just offended by the niggas. I shout, shout, by the niggas. shout out to all women doing it though. White women, Hispanic women, y'all. I've seen a lot they of y'all. Doing it too, now. I ain't gonna floss. They look oh, good yeah. too. But yeah. black queens, black queens, I love y'all. Most definitely, most definitely, niggas all get the- Yeah. Every time I scroll through the hashtag, like every third one, I see you, you seen the one dude in his loft that lit the match and then threw it in the fire. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What? What is this? What is this? Like, are are you reading a novel? I don't, I don't know what's happening. Why is it so dark <laughs> in your house? What is going on here? <laughs> All right, bro. Let's move on to uh, Trump getting impeached again for the second time. Bro. God bless America. <laughs> but I don't understand it, like. He got impeached the first time. What's the difference between then and now? I, I, I honestly don't know. I didn't read too deep into it. I just seen everybody talking about it. My mom sent me a text on it. Uh, I, I just know for a fact you can't. He can't run a second term now. So that, and I heard he can't do anything else when it comes to political positions. He can't be a, in a part of any political political boards or anything like that. So right. that's why he also got impeached. So that knocks him off of that. But it's just like he got impeached twice. Like, why is he just not out of office now? Like, twice why is he in one in- term. That's crazy. Worst president ever. <laughs> Worst I, president I didn't even ever. know you could do that. I didn't even know you get impeached twice. Like, me either. That's so why I'm like, because when he first got impeached, I'm like, okay, nothing really changed though. Like, this nigga was doing the same bullshit. But it so was so, like, it was still so early before Biden gets in office. So it's like, hey, it's like he's still finna do what he want to do for the last three, four months. So. That shit makes no sense. Now, because that was back in March. I was in school when that was going on. Oh, that happened. In, oh, that did happen early in. 20. I was back in school when that shit was going on. My may have been earlier than that. Earlier than that. No, nah, it, it wasn't earlier than March. But dang, it was March. It don't feel like it was that long ago. <laughs> that shit was a minute ago. All, all of twenty twenty years. I just I don't want to remember nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but Trump Trump is out of there in seven days. What is it? Twenty first, the twentieth. Uh yeah, next next Wednesday. So. 
them $2,000 checks finna be lovely. <laughs> Biden, bro. Biden better come in with that right fucking mentality, bro. We don't need no bullshit, bro. Come in with that mentality and make some fucking changes, bro. That, that's make what I said. Um, Him and Kamala, they got no excuse. You got the House and you got the Senate. So I don't want to hear that. We we can't get nothing done because he wasn't removed. That's a whole problem. Thank you, Denisha. Politics. That, that's a thing. So thank you. I need more detail. Like, why wasn't he removed? Or like, if you're impeached, why wasn't he removed? It's a lot. Shit. I, 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 whole I, process, I, apparently. I, I, <laughs> I have a text link. I have a text link. <laughs> sure, sure, link. Go ahead. What you said? But uh, yeah, they ain't got no excuse. They got the House. They got the Senate. So make, make do what it do. Time, wow, time wow. to live up on these promises. So. Yeah. So no excuses. No excuses. What would what, what Obama do with a whole damn Senate? Oh, no. First That's off, crazy. first off, we gotta have a cookout on the on the White House lawn. That's, that's what we gotta do. That's if the niggas can score on the Capitol, we can definitely have a cookout on the White House. We, we gotta we have, have a cookout. We need it. We need the energy. We have a black <laughs> vice president now. We need that energy. Yeah, yeah. we have a black woman. Yeah, she ain't definitely. perfect, but we we finna make do what it do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, bro. What else you got for uh entertainment, current events? What else happened this week, bro? Uh, I'm gonna still talking the basketball. I haven't even been keeping up. Entertainment that's that's the biggest news anyway. I can't think of nothing else really. Yeah, that's about it for entertainment. That's about it. All right, bro. Let's plug the QE radio. So if you don't know, we are on Dash Radio now. We are QE Radio. We are every Thursday at 9 a.m. on the nothing but net station. You can definitely uh tune in tomorrow. Uh it is nothing, not nothing but net, it's dash radio.com slash nothing but net in O T H I N B U T N E T, and yeah, and then you'll go to you'll go right to us at nine a.m. We run from nine to ten, so definitely tune in tomorrow. And uh, you can get the Dash Radio app as well. You don't have to just go online. Dash Radio app is free. Uh, it's a great app, by the way. I've been listening to stations on there, just listening to see like if I like the music. They got some pretty decent stations, so uh, be sure to check them out. Like Quincy said, we on there every Thursday morning at nine a.m. Yes, and I wanted to say something else. Damn, I don't forgot. <laughs> I really don't forgot, bro. Oh, we did. Oh, that's why I was mad we didn't talk about any of this hardest. Like, because we have to record a day before we actually get put on. So we didn't talk right. about any of the hardest shit. We did dive deeper into the Kyrie shit. We dove deeper into uh the COVID. Um what solutions we think should happen. We talked about March Madness, Sharif Cooper. We talked about a lot, bro. Atlanta. So definitely- a lot of stuff that you didn't hear us talk about on the NBA and college basketball on this episode of Q&E Podcast. Check us out in the morning. Make sure y'all wake up in the morning, dash um, dashradio.com or the Dash Radio app. Make sure y'all listen to us on the Net But Net Podcast. We'll dive into so much more basketball stuff on there. Yes, and thank you for tuning in. We appreciate everybody who chimed in, everybody who commented, but we love all y'all for y'all support. But uh, we are ending it. So, we, hey, uh, I about to say, did we do past the ox? No, we ain't oh, do past damn, past the ox. Damn, what you got for song of the week? Uh, what's my song of the week? What I've been listening to the most? Oh, I've been on my Young Dolph flow lately. So, uh, to be honest, by Young Dolph, I've been listening to a lot of Jay Z, but what? What JC's on? I want to rock with Girls, Girls, Girls by Jay Z. Been listening to a lot of that album, uh, Blueprint. So definitely, definitely listening to to that. Uh, and when do you say Drake shit coming up? I predicted it to come out this Friday, and I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh, he's, still he's still in the stew this week. Yeah. 
So that theory is debunked. Or what, if he drops, <laughs> what if he drops it on like the last day of like? That oh that's God. why I figured I was like if he ain't drop it by now he finna just wait till the 29th and drop it on the 29th. Yeah, he finna drop that junk on like the last day, bro, and just ah oh, that shit finna be. So amazing. I I, I predicted on like Sunday or Monday. I think I I said he was gonna drop it this Friday. He was gonna he would have said something by today by Wednesday. He would have said something. So the fact that he didn't, we we just finna have to wait till the end of January, y'all. And certified boy. Something is this weekend. Is uh is the Grammys this weekend or is that next weekend? Don't know. Don't care. Cause I want Freddie Gibbs to get that award. I want to see Freddie Gibbs get that. Uh, that's all. Snub, I snubbed about. a lot of people. Snubbed a lot of people. I'll say it again. There's no way Lil Baby had the best selling album amongst all genres, and you weren't even nom- You weren't even nominated for a rap album of the year when you should have been nominated low key for album of the year, you had the most streamed and most bought album amongst all genres and you weren't nominated for either. Like that, that's just crazy to me. Oops. At least Freddie Gibbs get his credit. <laughs> At least a black man wins. That's all I love. I mean, uh, but we got black people being nominated either way, but it's, it's still sad when somebody who deserves a nomination still don't get it. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. Him and the weekend. So shout out to both of them. Definitely stream them. Weekend got the, the, he had the song of the year and he finna perform at the Super Bowl and then he didn't get nominated for song of the year. That's crazy to me. I mean, uh, for uh, I don't weekend, so I don't even know. He, he didn't get nominated for R&B album, and I don't think he got nominated for Song of the Year. So that's crazy. <laughs> All right, bro. That's it for this edition of the podcast. Edgar, hit him with the social media. Y'all can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. Our email, QANDE Podcast at gmail.com. And also, we have Snapchat now. So, QE Podcast. Make sure y'all follow us on there. Yes, and definitely subscribe to all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Our Heart Radio. Definitely tap in. Listen to us tomorrow on Dash Radio. We would definitely appreciate y'all. We got a couple of trivia questions on there. We're giving out money. Definitely answer these trivia questions. We're we giving out money. Like, giving out we, money. We, 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 <laughs> like, we, we, different than, we different than 